Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You were in your mind, you were in some pageant where you were acting a part, competing with these other women. She ain't gonna win this pageant Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry. It is our part three of the Vanderpump Rules reunion recap. Join with me today is the incredible Carrie Whitmer. Hey, girl. Hello. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. Oh, my God. I'm so happy you're here. I, like, adore your tweets. I adore your writing. Um, Wow. What a... I I was just saying, like, we've had a crazy past few months. with this whole scandal and to like wrap it all up i guess i'm still feeling like like i've never given birth but you know like they have like the afterbirth that you have to like push out afterwards like, yeah i feel like we're in this stage and then the next week's like shit we didn't see episode is going to be the afterbirth so i'm like i'm coming out of the the big moment but there's still a little bit of residual left how are you feeling i'm feeling similarly i also feel like I'm, and we'll get into this as we discuss what happened in the reunion. I still feel like there's a lot more that we do not know that is being kept from us that uh-huh. might potentially come out as the year unfolds on it, just as life unfolds for everyone. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I think we should blame Alex Baskin for that. For like keeping us like my nipples have been erect for the past week and a half. Like, what the hell is going on with this? Like, uh, possibly contracts uh, negotiating worthy bombshell that we're going to hear coming out of this reunion, only for it to be you know what we all expected with a little a couple things added in. I will say, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, 
uh yeah I I, yeah I'm feeling very unsettled too yeah that that actually really bothered me because it's like people are gonna watch this anyways right he didn't he, he did not need to like drop a stupid like wet fart of a tease like that (laughs) i agree to get people to watch it (laughs) no i fully agree i think it was like it wasn't worth it and yeah but i mean again there were a couple things but let's start from the beginning oh god you know because of the restraining order that was filed against sheena sheena's now a hundred yards away in her trailer you know sucking on a grapefruit a white claw as you would I've and, never had the grapefruit. Sorry, I've never had the grapefruit flavor. You haven't. No, I'm not a huge White Claw fan, but the grapefruit yeah. seems intriguing. Yeah, I feel like White Claw had the summer and then like everybody, all the other brands were like, we could probably do this better. And then we all moved on. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I was a grapefruit girl. I actually haven't had a White Claw in a while. What was your flavor back in the day? Uh, I honestly do not like White Claw at all. It's <laughs> Fair. Me. This is so embarrassing, but I like kind of became a lover boy girl. Oh, what's your preferred lover boy flavor? I like the hibiscus tea and just uh-huh. like their regular like lemon tea okay. um, because they're not too sweet and you can drink a lot of them. I and yeah, not, I, like, I don't I, get a bloat at all exactly i i held off on the lover boy until i went on vacation with a couple of girlfriends last summer and yeah we went to the beach and just like an ice cold like you can just pound them out feel great and yeah i'm with you i'm with you on that yeah have you tried so anyways (laughs) (laughs) no i am curious have you tried their um the espresso martini one because that's the one i want no i'm i'm coming i feel like i'm coming across as like the most boring bitch on the planet but i'm not really that into the espresso martinis um so i've not tried that i'm I'm not much of like a i don't want like my drink my alcoholic beverage to taste like what i have in the morning sure sure you know that makes a lot of sense i'm not a coffee girl so it's like a treat for me okay that 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 makes sense yeah but for me it's like (laughs) this is like this reminds me of getting up in the morning and forcing myself to be in a mood to do work. Sure. Like Sunday scaries in a glass, but with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I, I That makes sense. Um, So then like, okay, Raquel walks out. James is trying so hard not to laugh, which really cracked me up. <laughs> Andy is like, how are you doing? She's like, uh, you know, I'm holding up. I'm super embarrassed and I'm not proud of myself. And I know I owe a lot of people in this room an apology. And then they start talking about the girls' trip. I, I felt like overall this conversation didn't, like it wasn't productive. You know what I mean? No, I, you know, I felt like the conversation was dominated by Lala and James. And mm-hmm. I am obsessed with everything that's come out of James's mouth during the reunion. But I was like, okay, guys, like, can we let the main characters of this narrative speak for like a minute i agree but one thing did hit for me that lala said she talks about eventually how like amber who is randall's you know first wife basically like they had a conversation in kind of the same way that Dodie had with ariana of like no, like I'm absolving you of the guilt of this situation. And that Amber told her, like, basically he was cheating on me with you and vice versa. So like, I don't personally, or like Amber is saying to Lala, I don't personally look at you 
as a mistress, which I think would have put things a lot more into context for people had we heard this on the show. Because Lala is now, was presenting this whole season like, I did nothing wrong, I'm not a mistress, and we're all looking at her like, bitch, what are you talking about? But (laughs) if behind the scenes, the woman who should be deciding is saying like, I was absolving you of this and I it makes more sense to me where this energy is coming from yeah and I I feel like it never really helped Lala that at when she first started on the show she was so ambiguous and quite frankly like really weird about her her boyfriend was and I understand that it's because he did not want to be on the show and probably because he did not want to be caught right uh, because his girlfriend's on a show but it's like it, it, Lala just never really addressed that I guess it's like not really our business but it's like become such a thing for exactly. her like narrative throughout the entire series that it's like just fucking tell us exactly. what's going on exactly like you're holding the wrong things too close to your chest here and it makes yeah. it come off really weird and you're absolutely right like Lala has never helped herself with regard to like the uh PR <laughs> with this relationship yeah. starting with the ndas starting with the sucking dick i got a range over the next day like i man i don't want to even say his name on camera for the first two seasons and then all of a sudden like here he is the greatest man on earth and yeah i mean it's not been great i will say that <laughs> for sure but yeah like everything just kind of got lost in the shuffle like raquel does have a point there are points that she can make about the girl's trip and how she was treated and how they were like talking shit about the galaxy lights and how weird she is and how scary she is and like that was some mean girl shit for sure um and i do think that there was like a little bit of lala's uh you know ego being chipped out a little bit because oliver didn't choose her and I, oh that's yeah true. definitely um but I mean, I do think it's, well, I don't know. Do you you think it's fair that Lala said, you only came for me about the James stuff after, uh, you know, I, you told me like, oh, if only you had a man to steal. Or do you think that like, I don't know. I'm I'm still on kind of on Raquel's side on this one. (laughs) I, I, I. I hate to say it like this, but I kind of see both sides here. Yeah. But 60-40 for me. I I guess it's hard to, it's hard at this, I I think, given, like, if you just pretend that the whole scandal never happened, I would absolutely 100% be on Raquel's side. But it's just like the fact that while this is happening, she may not have fucked Sandoval quite yet. I think she probably had at that point. But she was at least the 48 hour window. Which is and horrible. they were clearly having an emotional affair and kind of like having some kind of relationship before they hooked up. Like you don't yeah. just like randomly hook up with someone who you've known for years, you know, exactly. like, so That's I'm, like what I'm saying like, why are they even trying to write this narrative of like this? I just can't wrap my mind around the first time you fucking somebody, especially in this situation, would be in front of his house while his girlfriend's sleeping in your car. That just seems very extreme to go from like zero to that. Yeah, so I I, I just think the only reason I kind of agree with Lala 
in this whole situation with the revealing the James hookup while Raquel and James were together is simply because Raquel was doing a doing the same thing but way worse Mm -hmm. while these conversations were being had so it's like she was I understand like of course you're going to be upset if you found out that somebody cheated on you while you were with them no matter how long it's been no matter how over it you are right but it's just like the it's just it, Raquel had no business making that a thing because of what she was doing behind or like not behind the camera, like off camera. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, ultimately like Lala ends up winning in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, really only through default because yeah, Lala or Rock Raquel was really, really fucking up. I, it just, just so wild. And the coaching now that Raquel's on stage that Sandoval has clearly done is so evident, so spooky, so freaky. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. I I could not believe it. So Raquel's basically, like, her excuse for saying to Lala, I wouldn't trust you around my man, or like, you know, good thing you don't have a man, Um, was like, I was so drunk. You know, and there was just like a shift this summer about how like, I decided to stop pleasing everybody around me and to only please myself. And Ariana's like, yeah. And you started pleasing my man. And Raquel's like, yeah, I mean, I've been super, super selfish. And Ariana cuts her off. Selfish is not fucking cover it, bitch. Diabolical, demented, disgusting, subhuman. Start getting a better vocabulary to describe your actions because selfish does not cover it. Like, I I could not believe she would have the nerve to be like, actually... My actions were human. What? No. No. Really. I I feel like Raquel is like AI. For sure. Um, because it it just doesn't feel in Sandoval a little bit as well, but even San you call him Krusty, right? Is that Krusty mm-hmm. <laughs> is like at least he has a little bit of like I don't want to say compassion. I think that's too generous of a word, but it it seems like he actually does in some way. He is showing a little bit of pain over what he did, but, and not to say Raquel didn't show anything like, cause she kind of does it then, but it's just, I just like, don't understand how you, even if she was kind of coached by Sandoval, which she clearly was, I'm like, there, there's still just like, I don't know. I just want to like cut o- cut open her head and see what's inside because I really think yeah. it's either like just like dirty water or right. <laughs> like machine. Yeah, like you know, how, I like, don't if, get it. If it snows in the city and like a few days later, there's just that slush, disgusting water in the curb. Yeah, like, like that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, like dirty, like gray, and like brown water. <laughs> I mean, both of the toms as well, but. I'm especially interested but but it's like I I just it seems like all everybody's like talking about how Raquel was clearly coached by Tom which is true but I'm like I also think she probably would have been like this even if she wasn't yeah no I mean her like the the wires are getting so crossed with her like he is manipulating her that is very clear especially at the end but it's also yeah you're the one sending lightning bolts on postcards and putting whatever in the messages to like make sure that ariana sees it like there's a lot of intentional things that are happening that make exactly like this is 
makes any credibility or like any empathy that I might have for her really go out the window. It, it yeah, really the, I I do agree that Tom is manipulating her in a similar similar way that he did to Ariana and even Kristen back mm -hmm. in the day, but Raquel. I think even more so than Ariana and Kristen did in their relationships with relationships with Tom has like a lot more agency than people I think are giving her credit for because she comes across as so empty and kind of dumb. Mm -hmm. So I think we kind of default, Oh, like he's manipulating her. I'm like, I think she's probably, I think she's just as cold and like calculating as he is, but she's just like really bad at like communicating. Well, it's that. also like how, when you're seeing these people and you're hanging out with both of them and you're seeing them act coupley like how like how do you how do you fare that in your mind like at some point are you choosing to be told things and and be empowered by that like you know yeah. like <laughs> you know, like it's one thing if she was just like some chick who's never in the picture but you're like in there all the time seemingly yeah wild wild um so for her to say like i do feel like my actions are human are just so i i honestly laugh but quick pause did you hear any clips from jackson britney interviewing shorts this week what absolutely not okay i did not Oh man. So I listened to two clips and oh, Schwartz is singing a little bit of a different tune. He oh. Is, um very upset at Sandoval. He oh. is very like I was manipulated, I was taken advantage of. Okay, very Tom. Yeah. <laughs> you have to listen to it. He's like a what? He's like a limp noodle. Like come on. No. I, I fully agree i fully agree but at least there's some like a base in his chest about how upset yeah. he is at this point but he really seemed upset about the big bear situation and okay. how like tom put him in that situation um but i also feel like that might be the one situation where he can like be like no i i put my foot down and, and i and he didn't do it but basically like his his whole thing was like Tom needs to be a lot more um, humble. He needs to like apologize to people. He's not getting it. He's not listening to people. And like, this is a really fucked up situation and he's not owning it. And like, I can't ride for him. I mean, he didn't say that, but basically he sounds very upset, more upset than I've ever heard short sound towards Sandoval. Oh, and for that, I liked it. Maybe I'll give that the time of day then. But I mean, I'm not saying... Don't download the episode, but if you can find okay. it on TikTok, you know. Okay. If if you're bored, nah, we'll yeah. <laughs> Always. I mean, I'm gonna be bored forever now that this is over. <laughs> not that it's ever. Not that it will ever really be over, but you know. <laughs> oh gosh. So then this man has the nerve to lie. Like he was saying, you know, we had only fucked at one point. Lala's saying it doesn't matter, but James is whispering over to her, why does he keep saying one time? It's been more than one time. And then Tom and Ariana do this, like, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I can do this all day, Tom. Fuck you. Like, back and forth. And then Andy goes on to Raquel talking about these intimacy issues that Tom was having with Ariana and how diabolical it seems looking back. And Lisa's like, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. And she's horrified. 
And Raquel's like, oh God, it was so hard for me to watch. What do you mean? Like, she's acting like she split her pants in the middle of a scene or something. Like, no, that's really fucking nuts what you did. And it's really weird. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of, between Raquel and Tom, a lot of saying what they think is the right thing, but never taking accountability for their actions. Like, she, what she should have said is that was hard for me to watch because I could not believe that I did that while this was happening. You know what I mean? It's like, like, it's like, it was minimizing of it. It's so they're minimizing it by like, not really acknowledging that they really even did anything. Yeah. To hurt someone. Putting distance between like, you know, you're the one who did this, right? Like watching it, okay but you did that (laughs) you know like yeah it's like it it was hard for you to watch it was hard for ariana to have this entire fucking experience yeah hard for you to watch (laughs) then like cut to the one-on-one with andy or raquel saying you know at that point this conversation with ariana we had only slept together one time and tom was very transparent about what was happening in their relationship no he wasn't and so Andy asks, like, did you ever say anything to Tom? And she's like, well, I encourage him to reflect and to see if he was really happy because as a friend, first and foremost, I wanted him to be in a situation that made him truly happy. Oh, benevolent queen. God. How, how nice of you. <laughs> that's so, that's so sweet. That's very, very Miss California of you. So then Raquel says that she was coming from a place of like, do you want to be in this relationship to Ariana? And Ariana goes, yeah, the answer was yes. And you had already fucked him at that point. So shut the fuck up. Fuck yourself with a cheese grater. Fuck you. You fucking suck. You're disgusting. I wish nothing but the worst fucking shit that can ever happen to a person on you. Love it. Love it. I, that's definitely, I mean, if, I I think it's a little, the cheese grater comment's pretty mean, but honestly like amazing um and that was definitely ariana's very fresh anger coming through because i i think she probably should be i mean she's she should have that kind of vitriol toward tom but she like clearly won't acknowledge him like she's kind of giving him it but not really directing any of her words toward him because she just doesn't even want to have to look at him or acknowledge his existence which is totally fair but I think it's definitely I I almost feel I I don't know like by this by part three I was kind of like I wish they like almost waited like another couple weeks to film the reunion so there could be more so they could be better prepared to even just have conversations with each other yeah to get a little more closure yeah yeah yeah. i mean i think somebody wrote a very long thing about how she felt like the things that were said towards raquel at this point were quite cruel and unfair and i like i don't think they're unfair i don't think so either frankly and like again like like you said like we have to put into context she's this is three weeks after she found out she's not spoken to or seen raquel since 
Raquel sent her like a text message like I'm so sorry <laughs> and she blocked her <laughs> like Raquel has been at her house at this point they've been like doing paparazzi uh he's been filming like who knows if she even knows that TMZ was outside while he was out there in that trench coat or whatever yelling <laughs> at the producers with his cigarette and his diet coke on the floor you know like there's a lot of things going on there's also uh you filed a restraining order against my best friend there's that <laughs> you um i uh, also have been putting things in the press both of them minimizing her relationship with with tom and like acting like you know whatever like a lot of things are being put in the press at this point yes i agree that maybe we should have taken another week or two <laughs> but also yeah. the emotions are like very raw for very good reason and it's yeah, not and extremely, like... extremely justified. Like I, I saw, you know, people would just say anything. Um, yeah, and I'm just like I, I, like, oh gosh, I saw like I probably saw like the same tweet you did that was just like, like blasting Ariana for being like misogynist or something. I'm like, you know what? what? <laughs> I this did is, not. First, first of all, this is Bravo. Second of all, <laughs> some sometimes sometimes i think it's it's okay um, in very you know? specific situations such as this it's okay <laughs> to tell a woman to fuck herself with a cheese grater <laughs> and also like 99.9 percent of us are not going to get the opportunity to be on stage with somebody who did you dirty and like yeah. go off on them so you know you know let's all think about how maybe we would react because i would have been worse i would have been way worse you Same. probably the episode probably would have still had to be censored for the things that I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then it basically like Raquel tries to be like, you and Lala, you and James can't talk because you were fucking. And Lala's like, I wasn't your best friend, ho. Like, it's not the same thing. This was your best friend. It's sick. And then James is, you know, I was 21 at the time. You know, all all the things that they've been saying this past three episodes. Um, So, Krusty lies again. It was just one time. And James is like, no, it was multiple. And then Sandoval, like, ugh, I never got an ick so hard. This this English accent of him trying to mock Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Okay, loser. Ew. Ew. Ugh. Every attempt at his clap, every time he tried to clap back, just like, ugh. How? how? This is, yeah, every time he tried to clap back, it felt like, truly felt like a middle school boy clapping back <laughs> like and, disney channel boy yeah like a like a boy on the disney channel like lizzie mcguire's like little brother right like clapping back at bullies or something and then <laughs> the but then on top of that every time he tried to do it like james and lala were screaming over him so you can barely hear him and yeah. he's like he's like kind of he's like a shell of himself like just like kind of cowering in between like tom and lisa and like <laughs> i think he's like too scared and yeah. rightfully so to scream at their level because it will make him look even worse than he's already coming across right. so it's just it's just so funny that was like it was kind of fun. like as much as i complained earlier like just like 10 minutes ago about lala and james screaming over everyone it is it is always funny when they scream over tom trying every to time. do a shitty clap back every, every single time. time shut the fuck up tom <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> I <laughs> I, I laughed and i i agree with i agree with james and lala i don't think 
the only the only thing those situations have in common is that there was cheating. I I do not think in any other way that you can compare the two situations because Lala didn't even know Raquel. Right. And James what James is right. He was like, I was twenty-five. Right. James was twenty-five years old and he was like a dumbass. And he still is that same dumbass, but we have also seen him as problematic as James is, we also have seen him and seen him evolve a lot throughout the series in a way that we have not seen Tom do. Like James was right to be like, You are the fucking same as you were when you were with Kristen. You know. Right. And also, like, not to, like, give them a pass, because it was still objectively wrong, but yeah, I've seen a lot of people in the beginning of their relationships step out and then step back in, you know? And I would prefer that you do that than nine years into it, you know? Agree, agree. So, um, then after that, like... I don't know. Lala says she's done with the mistress comment because, you know, it was so, it would be so easy for her to say like, yeah, this happens if that were true. But like, she was lied to, they were traveling. Randall was on FaceTime with the kids. He was doing all these things to act like this was like a legit relationship and then you know crusty's only thing was like well why didn't you ever go to his house and she's like well hindsight's 2020 man the fucker <laughs> so <laughs> then i mean yeah then we get into like the oliver stuff like we talked about earlier and then she um basically it was like now we know who, who put the battery in lala's back all season it was amber and Raquel tries to like get Lala with a gotcha moment of like, okay, well, during that conversation, when she pulled up on her at Lala's birthday, another <laughs> wild thing to do, <laughs> um, and was like, tried to get her by saying that Lala said at one point, like, oh, I was called a mistress. So by her using that word in the moment by saying like, oh, it's always the other woman, it's always a mistress that gets blamed, that that was like Lala trying to rewrite history because you did say that you were technically a mistress then, but now you're trying to say that you never said that, which it felt like a coaching from Sandoval. Yeah, and also just like an inability to understand pretty basic English, like the pump rules is not, they're not like academics, they're not you know they're using a vocabulary i can understand exactly Um, and so can anyone else even raquel but she still just like doesn't understand what people are communicating and also wasn't that lala's birthday party that raquel wasn't invited to no is that no that she just like came to talk to her was that Uh a different okay this was after she she had uh went out with oliver to like confront him and then was like well i guess i'll take this Prius over to Lala's yes. <laughs> so, yeah um, wild 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 stuff so Lala has to try to explain to her what I was trying to say was that like you the women in general are always going to have to pay for the lies and the actions of the men thank god now karma's coming for Randall but like that's the truth so yeah Andy at that point asks, like, Lala, were you actually upset that Raquel hooked up with Oliver? Lala says no. 
why do you think that it was about the comment that you made about like if you had a man so raquel says but i only said that after you started harassing me lala calls her a dumb bitch and says you know you say you have a degree but nobody should go to that school that you went to because this is if this is a product fuck Raquel just blinks at her. So then Andy asks about like the date that she was supposed to go on with Oliver and, you know, the wife saying that she was actually not separated from him. And Andy turns to Lisa and says, you really took Oliver's side. Why did you take his word for it and not his wife? And she's like, well, I don't know his ex-wife and he's been an exemplary employee and I know his mother and I've spoken to him on many, many occasions and he was doing the right thing and sending money to his estranged wife. And while I was like, estranged they were still sleeping together he slept with her that night and lala's like well you know he did say that maybe they regressed at times which happens you know but he was separated and they had been for months what do you think about that i mean i don't know i mean it's you have to take one person's word for it and in most situations you're going to take the person you know more right you're like you're gonna trust that i think it totally makes sense that lisa is trusting oliver because lisa knows oliver she doesn't really know his and Garcelle. ex-wife yes. and Gar- and garcelle right so and i mean i don't know i also thought the situation was kind of weird i i wasn't like team oliver but i was kind of like i mean i kind of get it i like you know i i think relationships are we've especially learned from Vanderpump rules relationships are really really complex and you can separate from someone and still kind of sleep with them and there can be communication even like at if you're someone on one side of the marriage can think you're separated but you're still hooking up sometimes Mm -hmm. so you might think you're not separated if that's happening and so I think it's probably I think the situation is way way more nuanced than any of these people understand because we don't really get Oliver or his ex-wife's perspective and we only hear about his ex-wife from like dms she sends on instagram so i don't know i I, i'm i'm honestly a rare moment but kind of with lisa here um yeah i mean lisa will always side with a man and that's very frustrating but i do think this specific case like what else do you expect yeah i mean and it's like (laughs) important i think it helps me to enjoy lisa vanderpump more to constantly remind myself lisa vanderpump is a boomer mm-hmm. <laughs> um it it, it 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 helps and it makes her make much more sense that um, a picture. Mm-hmm. yeah but but i think i i don't know i i just don't know if it was as big of a deal as they kind of made it out to be um yeah. But of course, they didn't really know what the real drama was, so they kind of needed to have some Oliver wife drama during right. the season. And then both of them, Krusty and Raquel, try to get uh, Lala in a gotcha moment because Lala says, I don't really want to speak about this situation because I'm friends with Oliver's wife. And Lisa's like, well, when have you, when did you stop being friends with her? Like, you know, and she's like, oh, you know, just like since all this came about but she's like oh okay so you've only known her recently like okay she's just saying i know her now like yeah (laughs) calm down but then she was like oh they were like oh when did you actually find out about um oliver not being separated and lala says well maybe the day before but then crusty and raquel were like well no we know that you knew like a week before you ended up confronting raquel which is like okay so 
Uh, on these it's like oh my god they're like it's so funny how they're trying to like dissect lala's timeline when they're pulling all their bullshit about their timeline completely like for you to even be like uh, how long did you know and for katie to be like uh not not as long as schwartz knew about you two so what who cares (laughs) I mean, it's just, like, the world's, like, largest onion could not possibly have as many layers as, like, Tom <laughs> Raquel's lies do. <laughs> All the blooming on- onions in the back of chili could not <laughs> even compare. It's so wild that, like, this is all you got. Like, this is all you've got. I- it's so weird. To me, a week before telling the person that you don't fuck with about a cheating rumor seems pretty reasonable to me yeah i mean and it's like it's lala and raquel have never ever ever been friends never clearly like lala has made it clear from the jump that she did not like raquel yeah and i mean god was she right um but (laughs) like why does someone you and and raquel doesn't even like lala so why would and they didn't like each other at the point that this was happening. They were just on a girl's trip. Why does Lala owe Raquel information that Lala knows? It's like, I don't like constantly, I don't text an acquaintance about some like information that I'm not even sure is going to be relevant to them a week before it might be relevant to them. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Like, okay, you made out with him once. You might go on a date. This wasn't a relationship. Yeah. I mean, what do you, I, yeah, I don't know what the expectation was. And I feel like even if you were like somebody's good friend and found out about their partner cheating, if you waited a week, I still don't think that would be unreasonable because that's no. still like, especially if they know the whole situation, maybe you would say like, I'm giving you time to say something before I do. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I, that wasn't, that didn't give what they thought it's it also, would. But. No, it didn't. And it's not like Raquel you made out with him once and like didn't even have dinner with him right <laughs> like he didn't like cheat on you like it's 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 right. not that big like he did not cheat on you like what it's, like, it's it, a shitty situation but this is nothing compared to what you did so yeah. and we're doing at this moment so <laughs> wild wild so then for whatever reason Lisa gets activated again against Lala and was like, you're just angry because of what happened to you. You need to calm down. Like, don't let this let you be a bitter woman. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up, Lisa. I feel like Lisa hates uh, Lala now the way she hated Kristen. Yeah, I think she needs, she like needs someone that she actually hates yeah, and that's a woman you know, who to her. She, she always has, like, Lisa's always had, like, the one, and it's always a woman who she really, really hates, mm-hmm. which is Kristen. And then she had, like, James, who she, like, hates but secretly loves. Right. I mean, I think she, maybe, like, James just straight up hates her now. But <laughs> <laughs> the way he was talking back, I was like, that's my boy. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I, I, I don't know it's like she, she always needs to have like these like really weird um relationships with these people and yes. she's definitely picked Lala as the one to pick against and I I, I don't know what I, I mean what do you think the reason why she kind of chose Lala I just think it's because Lala doesn't kiss her ring anymore like yeah. I think 
she never really did she never really did but i think because randall was there he was like the older man and they were like having lunches and randall you know did straight to dvd movies and that like he was kind of somebody in hollywood because de niro looked at him once and like yeah you know i i think that i don't think there was ever like a equality there not for lisa there definitely was for lala she definitely thought they were um uh compatriots at one point but yeah i i don't yeah i think that now that like lala's actually standing up to her she just it really irks her yeah i think and i think i mean i think that's also why she didn't like kristen kristen didn't take shit and she and i think i think kristen like respected lisa but just was like i'm not going to take any bullshit from this woman just because she's my boss or she's like more famous you know and i think lisa even on beverly beverly hills has kind of had a history of being once someone isn't really weak anymore like i think she becomes less interested in them like she likes people yeah brandy even like kyle a little bit like Mm -hmm. they stop kissing her ass like it's over and i and i mean she just now that lala doesn't have randall and i she's more independent i think it's like way more apparent to lisa than it had been throughout lala's entire run on the show yeah she like to quote ben and ronnie from watcher cabins loves a broken bird and you saw (laughs) that last um part two where lala like starts to get emotional about randall and lisa's like keep doing that see this is what i like about you not keep crying like what do you need her to cry for you sicko (laughs) yeah and and we'll get to this but we do see it a little bit later in her scene with tom too Mm -hmm. oh god vomit um what do you think like if you were a producer and you're mapping out the next season what is lisa's role in your mind oh my god honestly like (sighs) she's so irrelevant at this point i know (laughs) um (laughs) Like Ken is more relevant with his I can't believe sons of all have in the hot tub. Um but I don't know. I, I think that she it's like almost unbelievable to even think that she was even in this season at all. Right. Because like, what did she do? I mean, I think she would probably almost have to become a part of Schwartz and Sandy's to be relevant. Right to the cast and she would probably if i was a producer i would probably try to use her to bring certain cast members who because of scandal won't film together together um because i think they will they would kind of unite for her and she is kind of the right person to kind of manipulate them into getting together Mm -hmm. um so i i I think i would use her in that way i'd be like you have to (laughs) You have to invest in Schwartz and Sandys, and you, especially because Pump is closed, right? Like, right. You know, right. like, and she was mostly only there for the past few seasons, so she has to has to invest in Schwartz and Sandys, and she has to like try to get at least like Tom and Ariana maybe to film a talk together. Oh my god, she would never be hornier. That would be like her madness. No. Oh, she would love it. I, I think <laughs> I think that I think that's what she wants at this point. Come over to Villa Rosa and hash it all out. Yeah. Oh, she would love that. She would love that. I don't I mean good luck. She loves to be mother to these bitches, <laughs> even though they don't really need one. 
exactly oh my gosh um and she has two children hello we, we keep forgetting about max oh my we god we keep forgetting about max and pandora bandy pandora <laughs> oh my gosh uh so oh, at that point um schwartz gets all high pitched because they start talking about this kiss that he had with Raquel. He's like, oh, can I say something? Did I look that bad on camera? Because I kind of think that I'm like kind of a Casanova undertone. You know, and I saw it. It's like it turned my whole world upside down. Okay, Schwartz. Like, shut up. He is just, he's unbelievably just (laughs) himself. Honestly, through and through. I'm shocked he didn't do another downward facing dog. In the middle of the conversation, what a what a what a little silly. He's so silly. <laughs> Do you think that there's like a redemption for Schwartz next? Season? I mean, considering what you said about his conversation with Jackson Brittany, I think so. I think yeah. I think that Schwartz is more redeemable than Sandoval. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just. It, and it's for for Schwartz, it's so much simpler. Like all he has to do is just not be a complete fucking asshole to Katie. And it's a lot harder to be as cruel as he has been to Katie their entire relationship that we've seen on TV than it is to like it's it's so much easier to just like respect what she wants, even if Katie's right. being crazy, which she can be, you know. It's just it's just so much easier to respect someone than to not. That's all he has to do. Right. And he hates her so bad. And it's yeah. just it's so like I was thinking about this. Like, how do you how, not that I care about who he dates in the future, but like I if if I'm seeing this and I'm like, oh, he's cute. And then I'm looking at how he t- treats Katie, I'm thinking, this is an irredeemable man because the depths and the lows that he's gone with her. How do you like reprogram somebody out of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I I think we kind of saw it unfold throughout season ten, but I think losing her has almost motivated him to change his ways. But it wasn't, en- it's still not enough because he still disrespected Katie's rule of don't hook up with anyone in the friend group. I mean, if we can call the make up, make out a hookup. But I mean, now that we know that the Schwartz and Raquel thing was manufactured by Raquel and the Toms to like get the scent off of Tom and Raquel, mm-hmm. I think Tom weirdly might be more redeemable because that kind of means that even though he was a part of this narrative, he didn't really actually have any intent to like hook up with Raquel, you know? All right. he has to do is not be a fucking dick, but I, I just think he's just like so he's just gotten away with being a dick for so long. And I mm-hmm. like I'll even admit, I think like when I was watching the earlier seasons as they aired, I think that I was more on Schwartz's side and a lot of oh, the relationship drama too. than Katie. Because I mean Katie is pretty polarizing. She's uh-huh. you know <laughs> we, we we got a lot of problems with katie but that doesn't mean that she w- w- 
wasn't mistreated, you know? Um, yeah. But I, I think looking back on those seasons, I'm like, wow, like Tom, th- that was just like a, a reaction to just constantly being disrespected by her romantic partner. Completely. Like, and, and being not prioritized over anybody else. Yeah. Strangers, like whoever, friends, people. Fucking Brock. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I like Brock, but like Jesus Christ, Tom um yeah yeah no, yeah I, but I, I i think i think he has potential to if he can gain some perspective and have the guts to admit that he is wrong and has quite honestly coasted off of his charm um for so long then i like i'm willing to listen <laughs> but i don't think it'll happen no, I think it's going to take a lot of work, but I've heard, I mean, I've heard that he's extremely charming in real life and very nice from so, oh, that's like the only thing I've ever heard about him. So yeah. it, ugh, it, it's, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, So then, yeah, we're talking about this thing and Andy asks, let's, take around does anybody think that it was unreasonable for katie to be upset about this makeout everybody agrees of course not sandoval but um then he's like okay well what drove you to disregard this rule that you guys had set and he's like well maybe the technicality that katie and raquel weren't friends at the moment no just kidding uh honestly like you know we just started having a little bit of a thing and this is the shit that kills me because the things the like jabs that he makes towards katie are just so unnecessary yeah like this cutesy stuff really irks me like oh i don't know because <laughs> oh just kidding sorry <laughs> like no not the time. katie wasn't even she wasn't even like really all she was doing was saying please don't make out with raquel literally just don't do it you're going to hurt me if you do that and it's like like if i don't know is it and he says that he cares about Katie and still wants to be friends. And I'm like, well, if you do, then you wouldn't have made out with Raquel. Like you would have just respected Completely. Katie's wishes. It was so obvious how this chain of events happened. Like they went to that couple's or the, you know, the end of our couple dinner with Katie. He, she got upset because he tried to make jokes and talk about how his suit didn't fit or whatever. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to end up being the good person. I'm going to be end up being on top. So I'm going to do some dumb shit, like ask her if she can go trim my armpit hair. And then when she gets mad, because I know she's going to, because that's a fucking stupid thing to ask your ex-wife, especially after you haven't apologized to her from the shit that you did two hours ago at dinner. <laughs> and then be like, okay, well, now I'm just going to go make out with, with Raquel because you're being a bitch, Katie. So, you know, this is all your fault. It, he's so and then. And then be upset when your ex-wife doesn't want to, like, fix up your armpits for you? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) These fucking men. It's unbelievable. It's so weird. It's so, so (laughs) weird. Uh, So then he's, like, basically begging Raquel to co-sign the fact that they did have chemistry at some point. Why do you need this so bad? I don't know. But Katie's like, she's a cunt, you're a drunk, that's it. Okay. So so my theory on that is that 
that's Sandoval too, being like, you need, like, because people have caught on that they think that Schwartz and Raquel only like did this thing on for the show to distract from the affair, which I think is absolutely true. And they're trying to get people to buy into this narrative that there was actually something there when there really wasn't. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, compl- yeah, I, I could absolutely see this. Uh, so, Ariana says, like, no, she'd already fucked your best friend at this point. So, this chemistry, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, well, I didn't know that. So, then, like, which I also don't think is true, by the way. No, no, he knew. No. And, and that's why he did it. it. <laughs> it's so he weird. made out with her because he knew that Sandoval was fucking her. It's weird. It's, so weird so weird that even lisa can't be like i'm on these men's side about this she's like no really like this is very strange how could you be in the situation raquel with schwartz after you'd already slept with sandoval so raquel's like well because i put a cap on the this thing with sandoval and schwartz and you know he was somebody that i've been curious about to make out with the beginning which is now we know is a lie because she had very specifically not put a cap on her thing with sandoval at this point because she was fucking him yeah um but i i just i found it very funny that of everything lisa vanderpump was the most disturbed by this (laughs) element of the story (laughs) yeah seeing her like piece things together in real time she's like what It's fascinating. And it's like, I I think that this was like the most disturbed Lisa Vanderpump has like ever been in her entire (laughs) life. It was incredible. And I wonder if part of that is just like her, like so many of us, unable to imagine being like attracted to Tom Schwartz. (laughs) (laughs) Or like just like believing that his like dick could get hard and that's what i wonder you know yeah that's what i wonder like does it work i don't think joe is a reliable narrator not that i've ever not that we've ever heard from joe but you know no only person we've heard i would love to i i would love to understand why joe has been (laughs) described by katie as creepy watch what happens live joe speaks special when (laughs) when are we getting it uh (laughs) at this point Uh, they could probably offer her a pretty generous amount of money to do it right i actually had a friend i i won't say who but i have a friend who um happened to see sandoval billy lee and joe at some point in the past week all together and i asked how spooky is joe in real life and she said not not as much as you would think so (laughs) which is upsetting (laughs) it was upsetting news. i love it when katie just makes shit up That's why she's an amazing reality television. She's a wordsmith. Yeah. You, you gotta give it to her. Um, so then Andy was like, okay, Raquel, I was surprised that even after hearing Terry Maloney talk about the pain that happened with Schwartz and, and or Tommy, Tommy and Katie's divorce, like, why did that not make you reevaluate going after Schwartz? And she's like, dead. I did. And I closed the door on pursuing him. And Ariana laughs and goes, yeah, close the door on him and open it on my fucking boyfriend, you fucking cunt. <laughs> so then Raquel goes, um, 
if I recall correctly, you were the one who insinuated you wanted to make out with me, Schwartz. And Katie's like, whether he insinuated it or not, you just said the door was closed. So it really shouldn't have mattered afterwards, after the fact. Yeah. Which is fair. Which is fair. Um, James is like, this is incesty. It's dirty. It's weird. This whole side. All of you. All three of you. Just <laughs> very true. <laughs> very true. So then we switch to like, and uh, Andy switches to Lala admitting that she hooked up with James and like, you know, Andy says, I feel like James, if Lala hadn't brought that up, you probably would have taken that secret to your grave. Now you tell me, did, when this came out, were you surprised? Because I had thought this was like something everybody knew. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I I, I think it was the same. I, I mean, I. I don't know. It's kind of hard to be surprised by anything at this point. Yeah. So I like if I was surprised by it, I genuinely do not remember if I was. I I just I remember <laughs> thinking this was like a common fact. I didn't understand why this was being presented on the show as new information at all. I was very confused about it. Not even because like I think I knew things on the inside. I just thought like we had already like I thought it was on the show. I thought we had already talked about this, but yeah, that's a, not. <laughs> I, I mean, I I guess some people who don't watch as closely as people maybe like us mm-hmm. don't remember things. But it was it was presented like as if it. But it, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm like trying to remember when we knew yeah i i figured like when they went to big bear yeah that was pretty obvious i I don't know but andy asks like okay james do you want to admit to any other people because there have been like several like and there was Gigi in 2016 there was ellie in 2017 uh logan there was hope in 2018 and james is like no i've said my piece nothing i, I, I mean no, nothing you <sighs> I, this is also, I guess, a situation of it's just happened so many times that it's like hard to remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's what I'm experiencing right, experiencing right now. But it's also hard when it's like, like all of those were just kind of brought up in an episode or two and then just brushed under the rug. Right. And I don't know, like, I'm sure some of the stories are true, but also some of the stories might not be true. Who knows? I guess we'll never know. Um, And does it really matter now that Raquel has done what she's done and she's no longer with James? I don't think so at at this point. Much like the the rumor or the bombshell at the end, like, what does it matter? What does the timeline matter at this point, you know? Yeah, and it's like, also, what does it matter now that it's pretty obvious that even when she was with James, she was probably emotionally more invested in tom sandoval and she even admits that she doesn't she like say something like that she was like how she was interested in tom schwartz from the beginning Mm -hmm. so you mean when you joined the show and he was like getting fucking married to katie (laughs) you're interested in him Uh uh-huh uh-huh. we just let that slip right on by we, 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 we let that one slip right on by but i fucking clocked it i was like so you're just admitting that you like basically were into tom schwartz since the beginning when you joined the show because you slipped into james's dms because you wanted to be on vanderpump rules hello hello yeah. ding dong ding dong um <laughs> so cut to Allie in the trailer with sheena being like wait are, are these rumors cheating rumors are these like recent things or 
Gina's like, no. This was amazing. Yeah, this is like earlier in the season, <laughs> early seasons. And she's like, oh, okay, Whew. well, thank God. So. She clearly, which is super relatable. I know Allie said she like started watching Vanderpump Rules during the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Super relatable to not remember anything that you consumed in 2020. Right. <laughs> Especially about the first year dating. That's so funny. Yes. <laughs> um so then andy switches back to how like lala and james have a history of flirtation and like raquel did you ever ask about this and raquel says i don't recall but it did make me uncomfortable and i felt like lala doesn't have any respect for me and lala's like yep still don't so (laughs) (laughs) raquel's like and that's totally fine you can say that but up until this, this point i hadn't done anything wrong so your judgment on who I am is completely wrong. And I was like, no, it was actually spot on. Um, so, so. Yeah. And we now know that, and it's also pretty obvious when Raquel says, I don't recall. Yeah, um, she does. She, she do yeah. Oh, she, she fucking knows. <laughs> <laughs> she just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> I do not recall. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Girl. What are you talking about? Um, so then, basically, she was just like, uh, you know, I think Lala resented me because, sorry, my voice is shaking. I'm going to take a breath. Which, girl, your <laughs> voice is literally always shaking. Always. <laughs> I think she resented me because she loved the attention that James gave her. And then I stepped into the picture and that attention wasn't on her anymore. So Lala was like, my love. I think you need to get mentally evaluated. You're truly insane. So Raquel goes, and I am getting mentally evaluated. <laughs> and this is the part where she laughs. She makes me laugh because she just like her, her like sincerity in these moments yeah. where she's getting totally owned just really cracks me up. And her, I mean, she might be a little bit right about Lala, but I also don't like if Lala wants to get attention she knows how to do it like right. she does not need dj james kennedy to like feed her ego she'll just go somewhere else and she can do it quite easily so yeah. it's like maybe partially a good read on raquel's part but yeah i don't think she was totally not wrong, really but girl. not totally wrong but the, the the delivery was poor and it just like wasn't the serve that she thought it was and it's never going to be because what she's now done no. now. sorry like yeah any point that you can make is now like multiplying by zero like it's just never gonna happen for you girl yes so i don't know um so then andy asks like lala why was like raquel making out with tom such a big deal but then you expected raquel to get over you sleeping with james james is like why do we keep bringing up five seasons ago am i that entertaining and lisa's like no you're not you're actually lisa actually he is you're yeah actually he is <laughs> sorry he's if a fucking gonna, star yeah if we're gonna do a versus battle between you and and james you're out in the first round my girl no competition also like i was feeling the same way as like james and lala at this point like why do we need to keep bringing it up it's not it's not comparable and we got a lot of shit to talk about now in the yeah. here and now it's just like they brought it they brought that up so many times and i get that it was like 
revealed in in season 10 but it's like this reunion was quite honestly not really about season 10 it was about no, scandal not at this point no I, I completely agree with you like it had been dra- addressed multiple times in the season and now basically on every part of this reunion like what how many more answers do you want <laughs> yeah and I'm just like honestly it was what was it like two presidential administrations ago (laughs) and they're not together anymore like sorry get over it you were 25 yeah i i'm i'm totally with you um so lala says that her reasoning for that was because raquel was acting like she was completely over her fucking james until it served her the narrative of like oh she made that stupid comment in Vegas. So now I have to turn it around and put it back on Lala. And so Andy was like, do you feel like Lala weaponized that? And she's like, yes, I do. <laughs> so Then you get to like James throwing a drink on Tom's face. Another funny part of the season for me and like why he was so <laughs> triggered. And, you know, again, he has to explain this was something I had built up for. You know, I, this is a really big part of my career and to compare it to the proposal was just so disrespectful. And like, I dare you to make fun of my DJing again, bro. Dare it. I dare you. I don't know what you think about that situation. Um, honestly, team James. Yeah. Um, throw the fucking drink. That's why we watch Bravo. Um, (laughs) but I, I, and I think James's anger there is honestly justified. I'm not going to personally throw a drink on someone, but if, but I understand why he's still so upset about it because now there's the new layer that Tom paid for Rachella. Yeah, and right. now is in love with Raquel. Like what? Like less? Like two less than two years later? Yeah. And and they, I feel like he does have this like reverence for them as like the older guy is he's just yes. like, picking on me, you know, like, I just want people to like hype me up and be excited for me. And I feel like I'm being a good boy and DJ James Kennedy. And like, I just want people to be excited for me, not be, have to be like, oh, it, make stupid jokes about like Richella. Like, I get it too. Shut up. Yeah. And, you know. We also, during a season that was good, which is season 10, we don't need a reminder of one of the flop seasons. Um, So maybe James was like triggered by that. Um, But we also know, and the Toms know more than anybody, how easily angry James gets. Like he goes from zero to like, like a hundred in a matter of seconds, even for like the dumbest of insults that's not even creative which this one it wasn't very good no um, and yet he gets yeah. so mad like that's just who he is and i guess like i mean that's why he makes great reality tv and it made for a great scene but it's like tom like at some point you have to kind of know your audience yeah and and right? you can't like throw things back at people and not expect that shit to get thrown back in your face like literally and figuratively because it's, like, it's like, like i don't care about the drink i care about what he said after about like me having a bar in the whole middle of franklin village and shit street or whatever the hell he said <laughs> yeah i mean like, leave me alone, i'm trying man. to think of the worst thing you could possibly say to tom it's like well like when was the last time your dick was hard yeah honestly like, when you went <laughs> swimming on your wedding day which was a wednesday like uh like a true tom sawyer bath 
right? <laughs> like, yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, we could really go in on him. And I, I think, like, Tom loves to diminish things, both of them. They love yeah. to diminish other people's accomplishments and, like, talk about how hard it is to do what they're doing. It's so impossible to open this bar. But, oh, look at little Katie and little Ariana with their little sandwich shop and how easily they were able to get open because it's so little and not like us over at Schwartz and Sandy's where we changing the damn furniture every other week and can't land on a menu or a chef or staff or whether to put tofu or salmon in the tikka masala and decide to put both <laughs> Ew. traumatized by yeah. that just yeah. like the concept and that really really irks me about what they do so i think like cumulatively i probably would have snapped on shorts a long time ago like yeah not talking about me like that and these jokes and then he like tries to smile and it's like i'm not getting lost in your dimples anymore bitch leave me alone leave me alone yeah i i i i get the sense that similarly to the audience the past in general is starting to realize that tom schwartz was kind of always the problem not katie yeah throws his rock and hides the hand yeah and then it's like oh what bubba (laughs) anyway um so (laughs) then oh i love this moment where Allie is with sheena in the trailer (laughs) talking about how she realized that sheena was the pizza girl in the jonas brothers music video oh my god (laughs) <laughs> she made james watch it three times in a row and i thought Allie knows exactly what she's doing she does she's God good her. look at her working a woman in stem i love that <laughs> <laughs> so and then andy asks, asks about the open relationship rumors with ariana and crusty and how it kind of started with Allie seeing them at the abbey bring where why did they not bring Allie back on the stage why this infuriated me it's infuriating that they did not talk to the literally the whistleblower the one person who saw this shit with her own eyes and we're not gonna say what did you see what was the vibe what's going on we're just what that was wild that was such a misstep for me i mean i i all i I do wonder if they had some challenges with just the dynamic because of the restraining order like perhaps that conversation would have been more compelling in this context if Raquel could be on the stage with everyone at the same time right you know but but it's like but she but it doesn't but then I was thinking but then it also doesn't really matter because Sheena wasn't there right Right. So just have her there. Like, I, it did not make any sense to me. Or, like, ask her about it when she was in her segment talking about James. Like, why don't, yeah. what, what did you see? <laughs> like, this is a really great question that we should be asking her. So then, like, basically, Andy asked Katie, like, did you think anything in those early days? And she says, no. At that point, after the Abby rumors came out, I didn't. But, like, the more I saw them interact, it did start to feel weird. And so Andy asks Crusty how he felt when the rumors came out. Like, were you freaking out or anything? And he's like, well, first of all, we weren't hooking up at that time. Ugh. Shit. Ugh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I cannot believe we're doing this. So then he just completely lies and talks about how, oh, you know, we were all together, um, 
this was a group thing and they're like no it was me Allie and my dad we weren't together we pulled up and y'all were already there and it was like a surprise hey guys Tom swears that never happened Raquel shaking her head no Tom says we had a table we were all sitting at and James is like no that was my table that I invited you because I'm a cool fucking person <laughs> and then Tom tries to get her get uh, Krusty tries to get James again it's like whoa cool guy you got a table like okay well cool guy with you on stage doing karaoke every night okay we're gonna talk about cool guys loser and also you're the one who brought up the table first so is he a loser or, or is this table going to help you because you guys were all there as a group? So then, you know, Krusty tries to say that there were other people there. Like, they have presented this as though there were, like, a large group of friends. And now we're finding out it was just James's dad <laughs> and Allie, which is so wild. But uh, knowing James's dad, really uh, London not surprising. Style. That yeah. guy? Uh, that guy get get a mic on him what did he right, say? right? <laughs> i want to know every single detail i want to know like i want to know exactly i've never been to the abbey but i want to know exactly where they were standing i want like a floor yeah. chart the abbey's large well i mean i have been to the abbey but this was after i went to sir and pump a few years ago so the memory is hazy i yeah. do think i threw up there I, I think there was a puke and rally that happened at some point at the Abbey. I mean, I could only expect the cast of Vanderpump Rules to go to an yeah. establishment where people may or may not have thrown up. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, they also had terrible drinks. It was just like one of those bars where it's just like you really gotta specify if you want something not bottom shelf in your cup. Otherwise, it's it's gonna kill you. So, uh, but I think it was fun. I think it was fun, and I remember it being like a large establishment, very dark, you know, just like strobe lights, kind of being your guide, that sort of thing. So, so they thought they wouldn't be seen. I can imagine. I can I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they could not possibly imagine that james's father would be there (laughs) whoever you you know how how could you ever i'm surprised he even has citizenship in america like it just doesn't seem like is it legal (laughs) seems like he would have done something but yeah and then like andy tries to ask he asked james do you think it's possible that crusty intentionally started this open relationship rumor about himself so that people would see him out and not think like oh he's cheating on ariana and james is like yeah absolutely and ariana says i would say so too based on what raquel told somebody after coachella which is what sheena said uh earlier about how like well raquel tries to deny it and then sheena is 100 yards away in the trailer was like bullshit she's gonna fucking lie now <laughs> i love sheena I love it. Um, white claw queen. <laughs> it's a, a miracle she can hold the white claw with those long fingernails. I know. Can't form a fist, but a white claw will do. Can't, will do. Um, so then Ariana repeats the rumor that like somebody that they know, Raquel told that person that Tom told her in the hot tub at Coachella, he was in an open relationship with Ariana. And Raquel's response was, well, I told Tom that I'd rather hook up with Ariana than him. 
And Raquel says, she didn't say that. Tom says, I never, ever, ever fucking said that we were in an open relationship. Do you know how quickly that would get back to you? And so Ariana's like, okay, well, then she lied because she said that. But either way, you're not getting out of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Raquel claims, claims that she never said that. And then Tom leaves over and goes, what the fuck? I would have lost it if I were Ariana. Like, she was much more cool. Because, like, you're not going to do this double teaming in front of my eyes, okay? Don't. Yeah. I mean, who who do you think lied in that? Raquel or Tom? Or uh, Tom. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. Because it got around even, like, that, like, rumor that, like, Katie shared, like, during the season like it's like it's not it wasn't just the one person that it wasn't just the one time and only Raquel who had heard about it right he was planting the seeds for sure 100 percent 100 percent um and to be like well wouldn't I have known that it would gotten back to you like okay everything you did could have gotten back to her you didn't think about that at all so no (laughs) yeah (laughs) not really uh, so ariana catches that him being like what the fuck she's like go fuck yourselves what the fuck like don't talk to each other so then andy asked katie about crust telling her repeatedly over the season that she needs to take accountability for her actions in her relationship with schwartz knowing what she knows now and she's like yeah i think he should remove that word from his vocabulary when he's been holding the biggest secret he's ever had and he goes which i'm taking accountability for and they're like not really not really like what does katie is not a perfect person which is why she's on bravo right but what does she need to hold herself accountable for in her relationship with schwartz right being mean to him when he cheated on her like even if none of this scandal shit happened he's still in the wrong like yeah what are you talking about Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. 
BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. What are you talking about? Men just like don't understand how truly dumb and awful they are. Like he was even though they watch themselves on television. (laughs) It's incredible. Like at one point he was genuinely upset with Katie for seeming happy after she got a divorce because Tom was upset about it. And it's like, well, cause she made the decision to leave the marriage that wasn't serving her because he was mean to her. So for years, she was upset about her relationship for the years, all the years she was in it. Right. So like, what do you want her to cry to you about it? Like, well, Schwartz was really upset and you seemed happy. Okay. That's how it goes sometimes. She's free of the man who was like basically horrible and and like kind of abusive, like emotionally abusive towards her. Like, yeah, what, what more do you want? He should have. It's been. like, did you guys ever think that you wouldn't be upset if you just were good partners? Hello, hello, oh. <laughs> hello. Um, and also, what is in the water they're drinking? Vodka. There has to be like something ecstasy adderall xanax and vodka um and tom's good love and whiskey i think is in diet squirt just a splash of diet squirt to get it to get her down <laughs> um yeah and also like there's not going to be a planet in which katie's ever going to be contrite and upset to you tom sandoval about the decimation of her marriage like why would she do that with you yeah so and like we have seen her upset actually but again, she's not going to do that with you. Because she <laughs> doesn't give a shit about him. Right. Because he's never given a shit about her. The same, Krusty's always been really mean to Katie. Especially, and like reveled in, in their downfall. So yeah. fuck out of here, weirdo. Did, I have to ask you, did, um, at points, Krusty would put his head down. Did his hair look as dry and straw-like on your mm. television as it did mine? He needs he needs like a conditioner. He needs oh, a hair oh. oil. I VL5. think he's putting like too much. I mean, I think probably. I mean, he looks very uh, sickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, generous word. Um, honestly, he's probably drinking a lot. He clearly lost a lot of weight. He's probably not eating a lot either. Like he looks like almost like emaciated. Mm-hmm. So, which can affect your hair health. Yeah. So I think it's that. But it's like get a conditioner, man. It looks like it, it's like it looks like really dry and greasy at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like he put like a bunch of Vaseline in in his hair, like a kid who got lice, and then. <laughs> somehow it's like already really dry right um, get a hair oil yeah why don't you get a hair oil oil ale endorsement endorsement why don't you get panty yeah. or vo5 to come knocking on your door you i don't know he, he'd, so prob- he'd probably have to like raid the offices to get a deal but <laughs> he needs help in so many ways talk space yeah. 
Let's start with that. Um, so then Andy asked Krusty, okay, were you scared of being caught after, you know, you got caught at the Abbey? And he was like, no, I wasn't doing anything. And Aaron was like, but you fucked her. And he's like, yeah, one time. I wasn't doing anything at that time. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you were. But it's also like, even even if he wasn't lying, even if it truly was one time, that's still not good. Like you're not good. It's you're you're still guilty, and you're still hiding something, regardless of how many times it happened. Or you know, it's just oh, he's really rationalization. Yeah, guys do. Even if the deadline that they're purporting is true, which I don't believe, we're still talking about like a couple of weeks where maybe you guys didn't have sex. Like even in the original timeline, he was like, well, we had sex at one time and then not again until life is beautiful or whatever that festival was, which was six weeks. Okay. Okay. Now you're saying maybe it was more like two weeks, which a lot of people don't have sex within a two week time span that's not a break that wasn't like a conscious decision yeah, that's that just made. like having life yeah that's like she was probably on her period for half of that time so right. you know an opportunity that that happens real easily <laughs> oh my god this framing I mean, one thing i know one you know we can say a lot about Jax taylor but one thing about Jax taylor is he would always lie at first when he was confronted about yeah. like cheating or whatever, but on the third time he yeah. always admitted to it. <laughs> That's what I always say about repeated liars: never, re- never believe the first admission. There's always something more. There's yeah, always something but, more. Just they're just being yeah. asked so many times, and they keep lying. It's like at least Jacks always told the truth on the third try. <laughs> And he always almost told too much. It's like, okay, we don't need to know that, Jax. Like, let it go. You're exactly right. We don't need to know exactly how you and Kristen Doty started hooking up while you were watching Drive. Like, yeah, some which things movie? you can keep to yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. How she had to cover her mouth. Like, we don't need to know that, you know? <laughs> we're good. I got it. I got it. So Lisa is like, okay. You can't say that you guys were friends, that you and Raquel, when you'd already slept together at this point. And he tries to bring up how, like, oh, you know, I have a friend who, like, you know, when we're single, we both have sex with each other. First of all, let's time out on that, because you have been in a relationship for 10 years. So what do you think? And, and he was only, like, is this friend Miami, girl? Like, who, yeah. could, it, who <laughs> could it be? What are you talking This is, like, what you say when you've been in and out of, like, one, two six month relationships two year relationships and you keep coming back but you've yeah. been in a continuous relationship for 10 years so let's not act like this is some like great situation that you guys just like fall into your friendship when you guys fall in love with somebody else no and what kind of like what kind <clears throat> of person is waiting around <laughs> a decade for right, tom right. sandoval to right. be single i mean honestly i'll admit it like one like this is really pathetic but if given the opportunity i probably would fuck fuck crusty but <laughs> like given a, a very specific amount of lover boys and you know I shots of tequila, like he's pretty like i get why ariana was like with him for so long like he's pretty hot like his personality but <laughs> he's no i mean i i get he I does it for me 
Yeah. Yeah. With, if his if his hair had been conditioned at the reunion, like that's the exact kind of dirtbag that I'm very into. No, um, Carrie, you're exactly right. Because I was saying like last season and early this season before it came out, I was like, oh, it's kind of I, like in yes. this. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> even even like seeing him like earlier in the season with his like, like the scenes with his band, I'm like, God, like he's such a loser. But like, God, I would like fuck him. Um, sad, <laughs> but true. <laughs> No, I, I fully... But waiting a decade for this guy to be single, th- he's making that up. That The math ain't math and girl. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. And it's also like such a false equivalency because you're talking about a friend with benefits versus like somebody that you're actively fucking while you're in a relationship. Yeah. It's not the same. It's not like, no, you guys didn't just go back to being platonic friends for that two weeks before you started fucking again that's not how it works okay um so then they're like yeah you got you can't grasp how that's a totally different thing and so lisa even was like yeah you guys have this like clandestine secret together that changes everything um you guys were two people that had a pact and so then Schwartz, for whatever reason is like i want to talk about how the origins of the open rumor why <laughs> why how it had started with like there are rumors about a threesome between ariana and billy lee and and uh tom and then you know lala actually went down on her so you know it was kind of like where there's smoke there's fire but like fuck you why do you have to say any of this i think he's doing tom a favor uh, 100%. He's, doing, he's doing crusty a solid a, a big solid it's not working no <laughs> i mean it's like I don't know. It's it's nice that Schwartz can be loyal to somebody. But <laughs> not never been Katie. Yeah. Been <laughs> Amen. Oh God. So then uh they ask like Raquel what she's been doing. <clears throat> Where have you been staying? She says she was at, with her sisters for a couple days so that they could concoct the right um, eyeliner to put on her eyebrow to say that Sheena punched her. And then she <laughs> drove to her family in Tucson. And they asked Sandoval, have you seen her since, you know, in the three weeks? And he's like, yeah, we've hung out. Like, yeah, you flew out to Tucson. <laughs> you flew to Tucson to be with her. That's wild. That's wild. That's fucking That's like- Tucson. <laughs> her parents like what are you like that's wild that's wild so they talk about like oh you know she considered not coming to the reunion and she's like yeah it was so ashamed and embarrassed that i'm even capable of keeping this secret for somebody i've been in corner who's been in my corner since the beginning ariana i'm so sorry for betraying you and i can't even fathom the pain that i've caused you I've been completely selfish and you're right. Selfish is not the right word because it doesn't even begin to describe the state of mind that I've been in. It was a mistake and the way that it was handled was a complete mistake. And the way that we betrayed the people closest to us was detrimental. Is that how you pronounce it? Detrimental to all of our friendships. And I'm seeing all the consequences for my actions that I had never considered because I was just living in the moment. The way she like again the minimization of her just being like I was just being footloose and fancy free yeah and I just it's like no I I think you were for the first time ever actually being yourself yeah and who you are is like a pretty fucking selfish and bad person and that's 
you know, that's fine. Just admit to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a normal thing for the antithesis of you like feeling controlled or people pleasing or whatever is to be a dick to everybody or particularly the person who has done nothing to you it's wild yeah it is wild and like now that we've seen all of it i'm just wondering like did Dina Manzo once said, I feel like, um, I think she said this about Danielle Staub, but I feel like she wants to skin me and wear me like last year's Versace. And that's what I feel like Raquel is doing with Ariana. Like, I think there are a lot of wires being crossed. It seems like there may have been, like, she was so, I think she looked at Ariana as like a lighthouse. Like, this, she's pretty, she's confident, she's whatever. And here she is with Tom and they look like this fun couple. And I want that. And I want to be her. I think there's a little bit of single white femaleing. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that like, maybe she had like feelings for her that she can't figure out that are like maybe romantic, but also like just really deep rooted and odd towards Ariana. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's so, there's a there's so many deeper. You're right. The bloom and onion, like there's so much. There and it's like there. It is kind of sad that I think because of Raquel being in the pageant space for her entire life, which is not healthy for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're kind of trained to be a specific type of person that might not be truly authentic to who you are, and her starting a reality show when she i think she was still like in college yeah was she even like 21 yet you know Um, it's like so young and dating a guy like james for so long she just never really did get the opportunity to probably grow and she's probably trained i think because of the pageantry she's like trained to be a specific type of person and act a specific kind of way mm-hmm. and now for the first time she's not doing the pageant thing she's kind of coming out of her shell i think that's true but it's also like i mean the, the pageant age limit should probably be much lower because if it's stunting (laughs) a woman's growth until she's 28 years old then that's like that's like worse than the ageism of the pageant like that's really sad it's like I mean not that I was fully a fully grown person when I was 28 like I still had a lot to learn but I was still like there's not much of a difference now you know yeah yeah there it's almost like did you watch cheer i did you know like there would be those those people that would like like be like okay i'm gonna get another associates so that i can keep cheering yeah i'm gonna keep coming back and watching this team i'm gonna be the assistant coach i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna go to florida on my own dime and watch them do a full out at at the ncaa champions like (laughs) there's just like so much arrested development. And I think like that environment creates, it it creates an environment of like, yeah, like stunted adolescence. And then something is your whole life and you're so dedicated to it. And then you go out in the real world and like, Hey, 
you're not the same 25 as I am because you've yes. been like working and like having relationships with people and like figuring it out and like that sort of thing. And it's not even like she didn't do that because she was like in a sorority and stuff, but there's still a grooming that clearly happened with her. And like, yeah, it's a lot. Which is, which is why I have a little bit of, a little bit, but not maybe a sprinkle of empathy. A sprinkle. A, a, a sprinkle because i mean at, at a certain point i think you you know maybe when you're like 18 or maybe like 21 be like you know what i'm in college now maybe it's time to stop doing the beauty pageants it's um, like a bay leaf like I, i'm one one goes a long way i'm gonna put it in there but then eventually you're gonna have to take it out it doesn't serve you anymore okay? yes okay. This i is can't true. digest that you know yeah i mean it it, it it's just also her reality her entire adult life has been reality television Mm -hmm. you know so i i think and she started it i guess like james is james is a few years older than her um but and lala but they have had all this growth i think because they were a little bit older and had already kind of lived a little bit more independently outside of being on television and outside of like a very um restricted worldview before they joined vanderpump rules and she just went straight from like basically her hometown to college like to la and she was immediately on vanderpump rules and even like i mean britney kind of joined in a similar fashion but she was already kind of older and had already kind of lived an adult life outside of being on television. So she has a little bit more perspective than someone like Raquel does. I mean, it's just, it's just like sad. It's just like, don't be on reality TV anymore. You're clearly not cut out for it, but you desperately (laughs) want to be the star of the show, even though you're, she's pretty bad at it. She is bad. And and you're, you're right. Like it, when James and Lala came on the show, they got, they got their licks. Like people took Mm -hmm. their hits on them, especially with Lala and James too, like major. And they had to kind of like, you know, pick themselves up and kind of, you know, figure it out. And when she's on the show, Raquel's on the show, they're like treating her kind of like Brittany, like, oh, you're so nice. You're so sweet. And and they're putting her up on a pedestal. And that's not really who she is. And like, ugh, ugh. yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a recipe for disaster. It really is. Um, so then Andy asked her, why did you do it? And he, she's like, well, I did it because Tom and I had this connection. I felt seen and heard by him. And Ariana's like, what? Did you not feel seen and heard by me? Because I've been the only person who's been there for you since James was being mean to you. And you guys were together. Yeah, I was the only person who fucking saw and heard you then. She's like, and that's true. But I never really confided in Ariana. Whereas like, I felt more compelled to confide in Tom. And Aaron, well, that's inappropriate. That's it's it, it's it's inappropriate. You know, I I have I start I started dating my boyfriend. I've been with him as long as Tom and Ariana were together. I mean, we're still together, but so I think about like this. Like I'm kind of comparing like how I would feel if you know a lot of these things happened to me. I'm totally fine with my boyfriend having platonic relationships with other women but when you're in a relationship with someone there's certain like an emotional connection is i think kind of out of line like you agree can have you can have an emotional connection to someone but it's fucked up if like 
my boyfriend or crusty is confiding in a different woman about his struggles that he's not talking to me about i, like, I, I you, totally agree you can talk to that other person about it, but if it's it's fucked up if you're hiding stuff from your partner and confiding in someone else. That's emotional cheating, which <laughs> I think is way worse, which is what they, Krusty and Raquel were doing, I think, long even before they started having an affair. Definitely. Like, probably before the engagement. I oh, I think, uh, absolutely. There's a reason, there's a reason why Krusty paid for that. Yeah, fully. I just want you to be happy. And I wonder, I was I was talking to a friend last night, like right after it, the episode aired. I was wondering, like, even was James like Raquel's second choice to get her on the show? Like, was she also was she actually going for, or maybe third? Was she trying to go for one of the Toms? And would she have gone for one of the Toms if they were single on the show? Oh, definitely. you know, it's like, does it go? Because I truly think, especially what she said about like being interested in shorts quote from the beginning i think it probably goes way far back than we're even than anyone's even discussing oh yeah this is like some riddler shit yeah (laughs) it's like it's like she's so dumb she's so like astoundingly empty headed Mm -hmm. that we're not giving her enough credit for being as diabolical as she has has been for a very long time yep Yep. It did not just start last year. She's crazy like a fox, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, so then she's like, you know, I just stopped be pleasing other people and only pleasing myself. And like this relationship with Sandoval was something I was curious about. And Ariana's like, okay, so my dog had just died. I cried in your fucking arms, and you thought I should go fuck her boyfriend. You're lower than the fucking lowest of low people. <laughs> you really are you're a fucking psychopath you're terrifying to me as a person and the fact that you think you're capable of this shit unbelievable you're a dementor and i know you like harry potter okay you're a fucking dementor (laughs) i hope i hope charlotte fucking haunts you and at that point i screamed (laughs) oh my god i screamed i screamed at i know you like harry potter um because i i feel like raquel is also like just quintessentially a like millennial white woman you know <laughs> like just that like ver- i mean i'm a white woman and a millennial as well but you know i'm not you know it's like the disney adult the like yeah, like totally. we were talk- just discussing like stuck in adolescence mm-hmm. in a way that like so many millennials are in a way that's like really really deeply sad and disturbing and the fact that it seemed to actually really cut her to the core. It did. It did. It, it, she did not see that coming. <laughs> oh, that was funny. And then she says, you're a soul-sucking individual. And after today, I will never see or speak to you again. And I'll be better for it. So Andy says, Amazing. why couldn't you stop? Why did you keep going? She's like, it was almost impossible to turn away from. And then we get to the, like, were you in love? And she just like long pause. Yeah. Ariana, you're ugly. You're hideous. Rotten on the inside. Like a fucking moldy piece of fruit. Rotten. Rotten. <laughs> Petty Ariana really gets me. I it's very funny to watch. It's a I'm, it's exciting to I mean, and Ariana's usually been 
more her her storylines on the show have always been a little more serious like Mm -hmm. because she talks about her mental health in really great ways that have actually helped me before but it's nice to see her actually kind of be an activated full-on bravo star so funny (laughs) that's like a little like she's being completely serious but it's also like a little less serious than she has been before like I, i just i fucking love it she's good at it it's so funny hate the circumstances that got us here but she really is a star like there's a reason she's making like 100k per sponsorship that i see every time i open my phone y'all were making fun of her for that sketch comedy comment for years and guess what she's doing it she's doing it right now (laughs) this is the finest work ucb could pay for these glasses (laughs) oh my god so then oh my god ariana says like you know they basically like are you are you guys in love tom are you in love ariana's like i'm gonna laugh like this is delusional hilarious and delusional so lala's like yes or no what what is it come on what is it taking so long so he goes i'm sorry yes and so ariana says it's grody and lala's like no girl like this is actually amazing that they did this for you you're gonna be so grateful for getting out of that torture chamber because honestly like i can't imagine being with sue sandoval it's like put a bullet in my brain and, but, but you eliminated two horrendous people from you at the exact same time amen you know lala has a point but i think maybe like two three weeks out maybe a little soon to say that to ariana and a little <laughs> you know it's like she was also kind of insulting someone that ariana loved for like, a long time 10 years so it's like maybe like wait like six months to say that you know (laughs) like that was like it's like just because like you don't want to fuck him doesn't mean that like you know you don't have to diminish ariana's like entire like an entire chapter of her life yeah because she very much up until like a month ago she very much the fuck (laughs) so oh my god so then ariana looks straight in raquel's bambi eyes and says nothing you are nothing let that sink in I know it's hard for you to let other people because you let other people's thoughts get into your brain because you've never had an original fucking thought on your own. You're nothing. (laughs) And Lala says, this is not forever, by the way. Like, he's going to cheat on you, too. Like, this is who he is. And at this point, Raquel gets up and they're like, yeah, whatever. Bye. You should leave. Nobody wants you here. Bye. (laughs) Now, bear in mind, she's had no emotion up until this point. Other than the Dementor comment, nothing. I'm I'm sure you discussed um the looks in your other episodes about the reunion, but Raquel's like flop, like green, like business lady, but it's like a mini, <laughs> yeah. so it's like kind of sexy outfit. Like, oh my god, this is wild. Her I, getting up, and then Lisa being like, "I don't think you guys all realize how intimidating this is." And they're like, "Whatever." She didn't seem that nervous, but she was sipping water in the back. She was fine. Okay. <sighs> um. So she goes back and Andy asks Raquel, what do you think about calling Lala Mistress Bimbo back at your man's house? How did you feel about that? Because that's already after you had slept with Sandoval. How was that not hypocritical? And then Krusty has the nerve to be like, well, technically, like, wouldn't she just be a mistress if like at the time it was ongoing? It was ongoing what are you talking about lisa is like this is just semantics like you're in a relationship with your common law wife and you got her 
what are you talking the fact that he's trying to get again on a technicality of like ultimately a couple weeks like what what is the um we should have asked him like what's the window of mistress what's the window of mistress and give me like a detailed list of like the actions that would make that would qualify a woman yeah. to be a mistress how far um, into your refractory period is she no longer a mistress five yeah. minutes eight it, like <laughs> a it, day it, what do you mean it was good to see lisa vanderpump like a little bit more upset with with mm-hmm. crusty about this i feel like that was besides the you know the whole her being just completely in awe of the schwartz makeout um i'm i'm i was glad to see her show a little a little bit of vitriol toward crusty because she i mean earlier was kind of like on a side a little too much way too much way she's too really much. lisa's truly truly just activated by the most boomer shit like getting down to the semantics of the definition of the word mistress <laughs> like of course that's gonna get her riled up not just like the fact that there was this affair at all right right exactly oh god so then we get to like the hot tub the dipped out whatever and he <laughs> lies crusty again absolutely not we did not sleep together that night okay schwartz tries to get out of it and be like i was there i didn't see any hanky panky but katie says i don't know why they didn't do captions for this you had our dogs you had to go home so like <laughs> hello Where did, did he there? think did he think that they were like oh well they did it fuck in front of me so it didn't happen right that, that means nothing that means absolutely nothing so Andy asks Ariana, like, okay, looking back, do, do you see how that feel, feels like a big fucking lie? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. But like, that was my person. He told me, I asked him, he told me, I believed him. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with trusting your romantic partner. Yeah. Raquel. She's not. Yeah. Sandoval. Like, she didn't follow me. She wasn't watching the signs. She wasn't asking questions. She trusted me. Isn't that crazy? Oh, the the audacity. <laughs> Fucking audacity, Ariana had to trust you to trust you after you fucked two other people in addition to her best friend before. Truly. My God. Ugh, okay. So then he lies again, saying that he never hooked up with Raquel in their house. LOL. <gasps> LOL, dude. And so then Andy asks about how, like, ev- how everybody in the friend group was in s- support of Ariana. How did you feel about that, Tom? Like, did you feel like all those people were being real? Or do you think it was for the cloud or the likes and social media? And he lies. I appreciate everybody being there for her. And, like, she really does deserve that. I really do mean that. But, you know, it was heartbreaking to have friends that I would say, like, we're both as close as, not even text or, like, and just go to social media and create funny memes. And so Ariana's like, what did you expect to be, for people to be your friend? And he's like, well, you know, maybe just a text. Oh, my God. Which he did. He did. He got text messages from people, you guys, and we'll just leave it at that. So he is such a little baby. Deserve. He's such a bitch boy. Bitch um so yeah james is like yeah nobody likes you loser like what are you expecting and then 
Schwartz tries to play Barbara Walters again for whatever the fuck reason. He's like, but let's just take a moment, guys. Like, can we talk about this juxtaposition? Because, like, Ariana, as you're going through one of the worst, and, like, these two people humiliated you. And she's like, they're, they're humiliating, not me, first of all. And it's like, okay, well, whatever. Anyway, just be, when that happened, like, the whole fucking nation was rallying behind you. It's just kind of, like, interesting. What does that feel like? It's like... Also, it's like he's like almost like blaming Ariana for being completely innocent in right. this. Like it's like, oh, Ariana, how 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 dare you inadvertently get an entire nation on your side for like doing the right thing? Right. Like, and also, like quite honestly, doing nothing. It's not like she was like she didn't even really start doing any interviews or anything about this until closer to the reunion. She like shut off her social media. She was yeah. not doing anything yeah. to encourage any of this. It was just of oh, people recognized people who are normal human beings are like, wow, this was horrible behavior. And this woman has been hurt and we identify with her and want to help her. How, like, how dare you, Ariana? How 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 dare you be fucking normal (laughs) how does that feel unbelievable ariana should have started crying and she did she's like actually to be honest with you to answer your question it's what kept me going because my friends my family strangers people i don't even know were like there for me i had a week and a half where i didn't eat i lost eight pounds i had somebody stay with me every night because i just felt like i needed to be babysat and i just can't think of two worse people i can't like And I know that I don't have to be a person in a relationship who's never made a mistake to know that I didn't fucking deserve what you guys did to me. And what you guys were doing, like, it's disgusting. You're gross. You're gross. This is gross. When is it going to click that it's fucking gross? It's an abomination. Abort it. It's so fucking awful. And then Krusty's trying to cry. Uh, Let's check his pants for some clear eyes. I know what I'm looking at. The nerve of him. The nerve of him to cry. And Katie's like, girl, your life is getting better by the minute. And his is getting worse. And then she just smiles. <laughs> Which is me. Which is me. And then James is like, yeah, and by the way, by the way, just stop talking about how Allie's the replacement when she's clearly the fucking upgrade to you, right? Remember that? <laughs> oh my god, James inserting himself back. True king. Like he just—he's been sitting on that, and I really love it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then Andy has Tom to like clear things up, like the dressing up of Raquel at Halloween, and again Lisa has an aha moment of like, what? oh my god, what? <laughs> you you did this after after you slept with her? You you dressed like Raquel, and Ariana's like, yeah, and I helped him. I helped him get dressed, and she's like, oh, that. <laughs> How could you do that? Like, why would you do any of this? But why would you do that? James is like, because she's a creeper. She's creepy. <laughs> Lisa Vanderpump radicalized once again. <laughs> we pilled her. She got pilled. Um, Katie also was like, and that was also a dig at me because I called her a fan girl. I'm like, Katie, you can't say you said something mean and then somebody that's not a dig at you. <laughs> I did I did not understand what she was trying to say. I don't I can't give you a point for that one, Katie, but no. okay. <laughs> and so then yeah, Ariana's like, yeah, and we were at BravoCon wearing matching sweaters that night. Like, look at two is two girlfriends in the front row. That's really sick. 
really really sick really gross we finally get confirmation about the lightning bolt necklace and she's like yeah i got it because it was significant to what he meant to me in my life right now ew and yet we get no explanation of why a lightning bolt (laughs) why that's what i wanted to know we already knew that it was true i just wanted to know what the fuck is the significance of the lightning bolt (laughs) right because are you guys both really into zeus like what the fuck is it (laughs) you know it's like 20 minutes and never gets to the point whatever the reason there's no real reason so lisa again is still like trying to like center herself she's like "Uh." I, I just don't understand, Raquel, because you knew it was on camera. Like, it was so provocative. Like, it was just like the conversation you were having with Ariana. It's like you were acting out this weird charade. It's like almost in your mind, you were doing this like pageant, acting a part like you were competing against these women. And James was like, well, she ain't exactly. going to win this pageant either, Lisa. She doesn't win those. <laughs> He's a true boy boss, problematic boy boss. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Oh my god. It was a good setup and an alley oop. I love that. <laughs> um, so then Raquel's like, Yeah, I know. I was cringing so hard. And again, this separation of like this just being like an oopsie instead of like intentional acts on camera. Yeah, it's yeah. like every single time it's about how it hurt her and was hard for her yes incapable of seeing consequences even as they're literally happening right in front of you constantly it's it's one thing to not understand as you're like in the act of like having the affair but to like after it's revealed and unfolding in front of your eyes and like changing your life you still don't see it right this is or I guess like, or I guess it's like also I think on her part more so than Krusty's like a deflection to mm-hmm. try to make herself feel better, but it's still like it's it's going to make you feel better if you admit that you were if you just say wow like I can't believe how horrible of a person I was honestly cringing it's just so like it's such a child and an adolescent word for the situation it's infuriating and ariana's right you should be cringing every fucking moment of your life until the day you die that's it so um so lala's like this is a person who's loved you defended you and raquel's like yeah well i feel like shit and everybody's like no you don't you feel nothing like again and this is another frustrating element to this like imagine watching this person who should be devastated just sitting there like any other conversation is happening that she's not even involved in like that also would be infuriating for me to have to witness yeah it's it's infuriating and but it's also like everyone has different reactions to different scenarios you know like i i would say like i'm not much of a i'm not much of a crier Mm -hmm. you know i've been to funerals of people i was very close with and like family members didn't cry yeah i'm usually doing it privately if i do at all like i just like for me it's more of like a you know depressive state that i experience privately or whatever Mm -hmm. but you know you can show remorse without sobbing or whatever and she's just not showing any of that like nothing not even a vibe that's 
Yeah. And, and I mean, it's like, she shouldn't, she shouldn't have to cater emotionally to everyone else's expectations for how she should behave. No one should have to do that, but it's like all of these people know her and they know her well enough to know, especially Ariana and Sheena, they know her well enough as her like former best friends to know how she responds to certain situations and how she is like aging out of the pageant circuit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) They know they know what her emotional response usually is, so they're aware that she doesn't care because they know how she actually is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So but she's genuinely upset. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. And and for that reason, it's very, very, very annoying. Um, so then like they ask about the eggs. Amen. Thank God she did not get them fertilized <laughs> with those with that. I was so scared. <laughs> Truly. That would have been the shocking reveal for me. Um, <clears throat> they probably would have been hot, though. Oh, yeah. Great eyebrows. They would have been really yeah. good eyebrows. Um, so Andy asked Chris, like, have you slept with anybody since Raquel? And he's like, no. And then everybody's like, okay, well, what about this girl? What about that? You know, all the Dumois pieces that we all heard. Okay, so so what I wasn't like as I unfollowed Dumas because I was like watching the stories way too often um, mm-hmm. instead of sleeping. So what were some <laughs> of those rumors? Um there was a rumor about yeah, like him hooking up with some chick like a regularly well not regularly but like maybe when he was in town and I think that was Chicago girl. Okay, cuz I saw one about like maybe a Texas girl or Arizona yeah. girl. Okay. Yeah, they were just kind of along the lines of that. Just and these like were of- like these were at like in between like this was like during his affair with Raquel or like after it all came out. Um this was like during. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um so then Ariana goes, "Well, you know who he did sleep with after sleeping with Raquel? Me." And then this motherfucker goes, <clears throat> "She kept her t-shirt on. It was really hot." Jail. Jail. Kamala? Jail, 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 jail. Kamala, where are you? Clankety clank. <laughs> the fact that he... Where where did you think you were going to go with that? People I, were just going to laugh? That's who he is. Like, that, it, that moment, uh, like, that's... And that's how he truly feels about exactly. Ariana. Like, oh, exactly. like, you didn't even let me, like look at your tits while i fucked you like 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 it's like he he truly feels like he's owed something by women and he's like owed like a specific version of how he wants women to be it seems totally you know Mm -hmm. like he is owed sex and he's owed a very specific type of sex and uh, yeah the fact and also like ariana with her shirt on we've all seen her really fucking hot so he's got really good legs yeah great ass also it's like in you know i've been in a i'm in a long-term relationship just as long as they were sometimes you're just like in bed (laughs) in the middle of the night and you sleep with a t-shirt on and you just start fucking like that's like that's it's actually pretty fucking pretty common yeah it's it's pretty normal to keep a (laughs) t-shirt on yeah. And it, it was probably that exact situation. It's probably like she wasn't even like thinking, oh, I should take my shirt off to please my boyfriend. It well, was just like, in the moment. So obviously yeah. it's not that big of a problem. 
yeah <laughs> you know my god and, and you know at least at least ariana was still getting some yeah on like haiti <laughs> true, true. <laughs> nevertheless he persisted oh yes <laughs> he persisted he persisted all over america apparently all from coast to coast so from west hollywood to fucking chicago, chicago. Sade called it coast to coast LA to Chicago. She knew it. She knew it. <laughs> um, so Schwartz groans and he buries his head in his hands. And then Krusty, I don't know if you saw this, had the audacity to pat him on the back and be like, sorry, dude. What are you apologizing to him for? I I interpret it I interpreted that as baby Krusty kind of apologizing for putting t- for putting schwartz through all of this uh, yeah <laughs> like, either way but it's that. like you're showing like more remorse towards schwartz than you are to ariana or anyone else that you hurt in the process of yeah. this which is like insane because schwartz knew about it he just held he just was the accomplice yeah and you're like well sorry i just kind of fucked this up there's another bad review at schwartz and sandy's again my bad for oh. my bad <laughs> oh my god and lala was right like this is your future raquel like he's gonna talk about you like this at some point yeah uh the uh, i uh, sick he's such a sick fuck uh, andy then asks about it coming out that her name is rachel and <clears throat> i mean girl like uh, her trying to be like rachel raquel is a nickname for rachel and lala you should understand that it's like really disrespectful to call somebody outside of their preferred name she's really trying to like compare her plight to we're inching we're inching yeah Yeah, it's like (laughs) girl no like it's not it's not hard to be called by no i i'm I'm not even gonna it's just this is pride month i'm not going there girl i I know i was just gonna say like this is pride (laughs) month we're we're not we're not comparing ourselves no no we're not not over here people who have a completely different life experience exactly and like okay is it like corny that people call her rachel sure but it's this is not like a an issue that we need to go to the table no i i was honestly i'm like we're wasting our fucking time talking about this like who gives a shit everyone there has like a made-up name pretty much literally it's literally los angeles like tom and tom what do you think their names are right like katie what do you think her name is ariana and james are the only ones that don't have (laughs) nicknames (laughs) anyway um and james that's james is actually not even his real name so you know there we go yeah well, Kennedy's um, not his last name. I know that, but oh, it's not. No, it's like oh. Greek. Oh, oh, it's like George Georgiou or something like well, that. I it's, guess it's, I yeah. guess that makes sense because, like, would a British person have the last name Kennedy? No, probably not. I never thought about that, but now I feel like <laughs> such a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and that's you know that's why he was so close to to uh, George Michael because they were like Greek mm-hmm. clubs, you know um so then andy asks crusty if his family knew about her uh raquel and he's like well i told my mom and she was like extremely surprised and said it wasn't good asked him did you guys spend christmas together no 
uh, pops the picture of them in St. Louis on December 29th. So I guess that was technically true. He was not there on Christmas, but a few days after they what? were. What kind of 42 year old man talks to his mother about an affair that he is having? How did that come about? I. What? so broken uh, weird the weird very strange shit. behavior weird um so then andy asks, like how it went from a one night stand to a full relationship crusty lies it this happened around in january and schwartz also lies yeah that's when he told me the lov word i mean the lov <laughs> word it's the l word or just say it schwartz but anyway um then he's like well where do you guys think you'll be in the future in a poop house, both do poop heads, poo poo heads, both of you poop poo poo house. <laughs> and even Sandoval was like, I would like to see that. I really would. Like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Poo poo heads, both of you. And then he's like, Crusty was like, we were both in a vulnerable situation and like we didn't know if things were real or not. We needed to take time. And Raquel tries yeah. to apologize again. Ariana says, I don't accept. And then it's just like it's just crazy they ask him Raquel do you think there's a path forward and she's like I don't really know so what were you guys doing this for what's what's it all for then (laughs) neither of you know if there's a future for you so what are you happy neither of you seem happy neither of you have a lick of chemistry between each other oh my gosh oh my gosh I I'm dying to talk about this because this (laughs) is like you know how like Lisa's like radicalized by like the Halloween costume like this radicalized me let's talk about them backstage after she gets off because she's like changing and he's like yeah you did really good like way better than me and then she starts changing and tries to cry and it's like it's just hard to admit everything and everything is laid out in front of you like everything you've done and how you've hurt so many people it's like really hard to accept that and like i'm just seeing the person i've become and i don't want to be that person and tom's like yeah that really sucks (laughs) (laughs) this it bothered me so much like it felt like a conversation between like i don't know like a teenager talking to her older brother who's bored (laughs) <laughs> or or like yeah or like a like a teenager who just found out like this girl has a crush on him but he's not really into it but they're mm-hmm. like stuck in a room alone together they had absolutely no chemistry and i couldn't tell if they were trying to downplay the chemistry or not i are they i don't like know they if they're that good at acting to act like they were downplaying or that they were like yes. star-crossed lovers we can't kiss on camera or be intimate like it's too much it's disrespectful like they're trying to maintain some semblance of respect towards ariana but this yeah. is just like i still think that you would see chemistry or a vibe even if that no, were no chemistry in the dialogue no. no chemistry in the body language it almost feels like yeah i i don't know it 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 just bothered me because it's like it would honestly be better if this actually was something 
Exactly. Exactly. And every, this is now the third conversation that we've had seen of them where it's basically just Raquel being like, ah, uh, the weight of the world is coming down on my shoulders and Tom being like, okay. Yeah. They, <laughs> I, 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 I do agree. I, I, I agree with your read that they're like downplaying it, but trying not to seem like they're downplaying it. But I think that's actually in doing so that's actually like just how it is. But it's like, I was just thinking like how, if this is what it's like when they hang out, when they're not like fucking obviously, right. How was this worth it? Because it does not seem that fun. It doesn't seem it- fun at all. Cause she's just like, Oh, my life sucks. And his response is always like, yeah, it's just like really hard that everybody thinks we're so evil and that we're just like compulsive liars, but we're not like, how could we not lie? You know, like, obviously we had to, why don't they get I, that? They did. Obviously we had to No, you chose to, that was your decision. No one forced you with a gun to your head <laughs> to lie for over half for over a, a half a year. You Never literally made that decision together. You're a grown ass 40 seven year old man being like (laughs) how could they not expect me to lie all the time i had to no the audacity (laughs) the audacity that these people had to do nothing oh my god and then i'm sitting there giggling about how well you know james said that i that ali was an upgrade and i think that this point he's probably right and they're like (laughs) oh (laughs) That's that's the right. only time Raquel's ever been right, I think. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then producer Jeremiah tells her, maybe, lady, per per the law that you set, <laughs> we need you to exit the building because good as gold's coming back. So uh, Lala does ask Ariana while they're like setting up on stage, okay, like had this happened, let's say in just the emotional affair early stages and tom came to you and said i think i have feelings for raquel how do you think this would have really gone down like what do you think and ariana says i think i probably would have told him either we break up or you never speak to her again and like maybe i wouldn't have been as mad down the line but like you don't go for friends that's a line and then schwartz is just tapping away over the other side like oh (laughs) you know (laughs) okay I mean, and I think like what Ariana said, that just shows how much she really did love him. Like she was willing to, even after she knows that he cheated on her several times in their relationship over the years, she would have still been willing to give him a chance. Like that's like, she loved him so much. Mm-hmm. Like this fucking corny ass, crusty ass bitch. That's how much she loved him. And it's just, it's yeah. just like, so it, oh God, it's so awful that he He's just clearly to... didn't feel the same way and did not appreciate what he had right and so hit the only defense of you having like oh when i was going through one of my many sequin pants she like didn't display the sort of oh my God. golden retriever like enthusiasm that raquel did like that's it that's all you got yeah he just he just needs to be with someone as dumb and shallow as he is unfortunately and that's why um your girlfriend your ex is doing commercials for duracell while your dumbass is doing one, <laughs> one festival at the end of- oh and let's shout out to her i laughed 
laugh. I looked at my my phone and I just laughed and laughed at at the Glamour magazine cover girl of June. Oh my god! <laughs> I I I I I actually knew about that because I do like freelance work for Glamour, and uh-huh. I saw yesterday. I was working for them yesterday. And I was like uploading photos in the content management system. Oh. And someone at the same time was putting all the Ariana photos in. Ooh, did you die? I did. <laughs> that, I mean, just the the fact that it came out the day after part three, just like, mm, here I am in a white tank top. Here I am with my dog, Maya, in a field of beans. <laughs> Here we Loved are by it. the pool that you fucked my best friend in. Now I'm getting paid, bitch. Incredible. Love it. Oh, and I I must say, this morning I bought one of her one of the something I bought the something about her fuck me in this t-shirt shirt <laughs> for $34.99 plus as shipping. Should, you know what? As I should. I deserve and it. After I hop off on this call, guess what I'm gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I bought it straight from her Instagram link on my phone. Beautiful. <laughs> it's incredible. Just incredible work. Didn't incredible. even have to move. <laughs> Love it. Literally <laughs> still in bed. bed. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And in doing that, in buying a t-shirt from something about her in my bed when I hadn't even gotten up yet in the morning. I supported Ariana Maddox more than Tom Sandoval did for nine years. That's feminism, baby. Yeah. Women Women. supporting women. Okay. Oh, God bless. So at this point, everybody's trying to get backstage, but Lisa and Krusty are in the makeup room. And Lisa's talking to him like, "Um, have you considered having a feeling other than anger or like, these stupid jokes maybe just try acting sorry you know she you know she was mother with a capital m in this moment she doesn't (laughs) deserve it but she's right like she she knows what the audience needs and wants to see and she knew that he had not delivered like she like she knows the hatred and backlash that he's gonna get from the reunion like she could see it i mean yeah she also knows that like he just doesn't like she has to explain to him like they might just be like fuck you in the moment but maybe at some point this will resonate like you're not apologizing because you think they're just gonna yell at you which is just like your ego of not wanting to listen they're yelling at you because you're not being apologetic yeah and he's being combative and you know uh i mean i'm i'm they did it. Did they show the scene in the um, no. episode that aired? They did it. They should have because I thought this was really important, especially because he didn't really seem to respond to it at all. I mean, I guess, I guess if we if we believe this, the sequence of events as they edited it, right. this happened right before they were going to film like the last thing. But he had an opportunity after that conversation to say something. Yeah, and in your final thoughts. But I think, I, I think, like what we were talking about earlier, I think this is the kind of thing that Lisa, her role in the future, like she'll facilitate that. And she will probably, mm-hmm. her role should be forcing Tom to actually follow through on that. 
just like have her be like the Charlie of Charlie's Angels and like everybody just comes to Villa Rosa <laughs> and she gives them advice and then you know we just put her on back. And then yeah. like occasionally one of her random pets dies. Right. Um, <laughs> Another one for the cemetery. Yeah. And <laughs> the shovel can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes um, she comes it's sorry sometimes she like stumbles into shorts and sandies and like says something vaguely <laughs> passive aggressive but not like that bad right oh oh brett oh, this is crazy like a drug drug dealer anyway bye <laughs> <laughs> um so then sheena comes back and she's like ariana you're a fucking queen i just watched everything you did it's like watching the bachelor <laughs> And so Andy was like, well, what were your thoughts? She's like, sociopath. Rahel's a sociopath. I didn't see one tear, but I cried twice in that trailer. And Lala was like, yeah, she's crying about those pageants. <laughs> we, did, we did it. Oh, my God. We we did it. Talk about when Sheena was in her trailer and she screamed, where's my apology? <laughs> like, yeah, Sheena, you are the most important person. Oh, she's so funny. She's our strongest soldier. She I is. I love her. And Brock was co-signing. Yeah, where is it? Where, where is your apology? <laughs> oh, my God. So then we're like, oh, you know, what are we thinking? Sheena says she's not going to have any babies anytime soon. Okay. James, wiki wiki on the DJ. Love that. Shorts is acting like he's fucking Alfie or something. Like, oh, I'm just going to be hopping from one love to the other. I probably won't get married. And Katie says maybe she'll get married, but she doesn't want to have the wedding. She didn't really want to have kids, but maybe, you know, she just wanted to have more of a family. So now maybe she'll just like be the cool aunt and have a guy every month and whatever. She's like living like Jennifer Coolidge or something. And um, so Andy is like, Sandoval, uh, how are you going to move forward in this group? I feel like it's not going to be that easy for you. And then here come the waterworks. <sighs> you know, I understand what I did is very, very fucked up, but like, understand that i'm a human and i made a fucking terrible mistake and i hurt somebody that i never loved more in my entire life and ariana like i know you hate me and it's okay and i understand but i want you to know that i will always love you and i'll always be cheering you on from afar always and she's looking like he just farted directly in her mouth like what disgusted like i i i believe what he's saying but don't, the don't, waterworks don't don't the, wa- don't. the waterworks make not. it. <laughs> I'm telling you, behind the scenes, this man is going ape shit because somebody's getting opportunities that he's not. This is yes. no cheering from afar happening. No, no cheering from I upstairs mean, I, in that guest room. I guess what I say, what I believe is that I believe he did and does love her and loves her however he could whatever that means yeah whatever that means to tom you know it's like oh well i i stayed in a it's like he's like oh gosh well i loved her so much i stayed in a relationship for this long well you were fucking other people the entire time um but okay like from coming from someone like him sure but it's like the the crying like we'd believe you more if you just weren't showing us the crocodile tears right exactly it's so performative it, it's entirely performative and you're not even going to get a lifetime movie off of that so don't even try no okay? he's don't he was definitely that. in that moment i think he he interpreted his conversation with lisa 
as doing that, which is mm-hmm. exactly what she told him not to do. Right. <laughs> but he thinks that's what people want to see because people are rallying behind Ariana because she's like sad. And it's like, no, like we don't want you to be sad. We want you to take account accountability and admit right. that you're a fucking asshole. That's right. it. Right. It's not complicated. It, it not for us. Not no. for us. <laughs> Maybe so- for some other bravo <laughs> bravo <laughs> viewers, it's way more complicated. But for me, you know what? All you have to do is admit that you were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll happily watch you in the following seasons. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Um, we get to Ariana and she's like, you know, I'm just really grateful for Sheena, James, Katie, <laughs> Lala, Lisa, and you, Andy. You hear that, Schwartz? <laughs> like, <laughs> I found it very funny that she said Andy. Yeah. <laughs> because that really was like okay now now we're really not get we're getting very specific not you bitch yeah i i feel like it it was very yeah it was very funny because she was like clearly just doing it to get to to crusty but also (laughs) because like this is probably the first time probably since ariana has been on vanderpump rules that andy has like really given a shit about vanderpump rules oh yeah probably (laughs) And oh, he's sure. definitely in her corner now. Oh, please, please. Probably getting lunch as we speak. Um, so then, like, she's like, you know, I will not be forgiving you. And I will not be cheering you from afar. And then Lisa says some bullshit about people finding compassion. I don't want to hear that. Okay. I don't want to hear it. Okay. So the we end, we think we're ending. We take a group photo. James is singing the theme song as he walks off. Oh, amazing and then six days later Raquel sat down for her final interview of the season and a producer says I feel like you're in a lot of pain and she says I feel like it's important for me to tell the truth I've been lying this entire time and I don't want to lie anymore and now that it's all out there anyway like the worst is out and I'm just still finding myself having to lie about certain timeline things so the producer says you did maintain some untruths at the reunion. Why? <laughs> and she says, well, Sandoval felt like it would be less hurtful to say like how long this went on. And so the producer's like, okay, well, when was it a regular thing while well, you were filming? Yeah. So the second time was during Mexico. And then she says, she told him after the first time they fucked that she, that this couldn't be a thing. But they get to the first night in Cancun. He gets wasted. He's trying to find the elevator from some employee at on the hotel property. She hears him and is like, just come to my room. Which, okay, which if, if you heard a guy that you have recently banged in a hallway and he's wasted and you invite them into your room, I don't think you actually tried to end it. Not a <laughs> He was pining for him, heard his voice in the hallway, and was like, oh my god, this is an excellent opportunity. Uh-huh. And that's why she I've said- I've been there. I mean, sure not the same it. situation, but, you know, I've been desperate. <laughs> I I smell- I, I I can- I know I know exactly what she was doing, because I've what, been there. You smell what the Rock is- the, the Raquel's cooking. Yes. We all do. Um, 
And that's why she said in the lobby, oh, I made sure not to get a swim up pool so you couldn't, nobody could spy on me. Oh my God. She said to James. Um, So then they're like, okay, did you have sex multiple times in Mexico? Yeah. She's like, it was a regular thing as of Mexico. I don't really remember how often it would happen, but it definitely picked up. That's not true. She knows exactly how many times. Go to the diary, girl. Open up that diary. I'm sorry. She she's a Swifty. She knows exactly how many times <laughs> the date, the time, the positions. Yes, she's gotten it all written down. Her feelings, <laughs> how amazing it was. Like <laughs> writing hearts over the eyes. Like girl, yes. don't even play me. You because you say that because you know exactly why. Like who would even yeah. say that? Um, but then they're like, have you met his family? And she says, well, yeah, I met his mom and she was aware of the situation. Where did you meet her? She says LA. And the producer goes, so you've never been to St. Louis? I can't recall. (laughs) What? Just like at this point. You know, if you've been to St. Louis, the airport's pretty cool. (laughs) It's got really nice architecture. (laughs) in the arch you just don't remember a whole trip you don't forget going to st louis a secret trip in which you met your boyfriend's family that was less than a year ago yeah this year two months ago three months ago or something (laughs) and so then they're like raquel you're saying everything on your face she's like i know i have a bad poker face (laughs) she says yeah which she says but it's like but you had a good poker face the entire duration of your affair with right. crusty because no one suspected it so you're also lying now about right. having a bad poker face you're intentionally having one yeah because you want to get out of this situation oh my gosh so then she's like you know i definitely felt guilty a huge part of me wanted to tell her and it ate me alive and you know i even think like I was thinking about maybe even having me as an addition and I told Tom and she was like, no, she wouldn't be into that. And they're like, what, like a thruple? And she's like, yeah, because I love her as a person and I'm in love with Tom Sandoval. So I didn't think it was that far fetched of an idea. Oh my God. Girl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. She belongs with um what's the guy, the guy's the husband from Salt Lake, Dewey. 
she could she should go seek him out because he would fucking love it um he wants a sister wife cody cody brown from sister wives also (laughs) he's now looking for a second why don't you ask that the fact that she really like thought that that was not that far-fetched of an idea i think she probably thought so because she knows ariana's bi and about the lala thing but it's a completely different it's a completely different scenario if Raquel and Krusty approach Ariana and they're like, oh, um, we're in love and we want to be a thruple. Yeah. Ariana also would not have taken that well either. At all. No. <laughs> At all. And the fact that she still has like this innocence or whatever you want to call it about this is like remarkable. Yeah, the pageantry. I mean, honestly, by this point, I was like, maybe Sheena's sociopath <laughs> accusation. <laughs> I mean, we may have something, something going something. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. The, I, uh, girl, I, sister wives. Unbelievable. So then they talk about the night of the jacuzzi, and she says that they didn't hook up. And uh, she's like, you know, I'm not lying because he asked me not to disclose all this information and especially now with like being so isolated I kind of feel like Tom is my one person that I do have and if I just went and betrayed him then I'd really have nobody I don't think that's true what do you mean in what way oh oh, I mean I I feel like he will still stay with her because I think that they're still together he has nobody yeah he's the one yeah exactly like he's the one who has like nobody because i mean he might have raquel but like honestly what has she really given him (laughs) the galaxy lights (laughs) i honestly don't know i honestly don't know how often do you think she's done her like boogie board mood for him have you seen that video no she like during her pageant her last pageant that tom and ariana went to for three days oh i've heard about this yes yes (laughs) i know you're talking i haven't seen the video but i have I have heard it described to me on a podcast. I, I will link it I need to, to watch it. Okay, please. Um, but yeah, it just like, I wonder like how often has she done that for him and like just pranced around and like, what What are you guys talking about? Yeah. What, what do they talk about? He can't be a Swifty. No, he can't. No. <laughs> so- he's too like, he's too like dad rock. Very, very. Like I feel like he almost like, respects music too much (laughs) one of his only good qualities (laughs) even if he's terrible at it himself yeah yeah you're right so the producer says okay well you already came clean about the timeline so it's like you kind of ripped the band-aid off so what's really what more detail and then she gets emotional she's like this is like the one thing that we really wanted to get straight and i know that like tom wanted to keep it a secret because it's like a really bad look to hook up with somebody in their house especially when they're at a funeral <laughs> i'm sorry i'm laughing it's just like you didn't think about this in the moment a girl there's so much that had to go into there's so much that had to go into even putting yourself in that situation at all like the fact that she did she not think when she like drove over to their like fucking valley village farmhouse 
oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe this is actually like a really shitty thing to do. No, she didn't. Cause she you never was just go to like, a second location. She was like summer of Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> no, like truly when you're really telling me that when you went back to his house, you knew she was gone with him and his best friend. However, briefly Schwartz was there. If he was there <laughs> at all, you, that you guys weren't going to fuck like, come on. Yeah. You didn't Gross. think that, that might happen, girl. Please. Please. So then she's like, this has killed my soul and lying and I hate it. Like, I hate being deceitful. It's horrible. And that's really the end. <laughs> yeah, they they ended it quite abruptly, abruptly. I would say. <laughs> um, but it's like, <laughs> I don't, she says she hates being deceitful. She's still being deceitful. Still. There's yep, the clearly second. still there's sorry we've been like talking for so long and i just keep talking but there's no. so much to say um she's there's clearly still so much that they're not being honest about um like yeah. clearly we all agree that their emotional affair started much much earlier than they are letting on because you don't just start suddenly fucking someone you've known for years out no. of nowhere no when they're in a relationship with someone else it has to start somewhere and if she hated being deceitful so much, then why did she get away with doing it for so long? Right. I think they, I think that she and Krusty kind of enjoyed being deceitful. And that's kind like of. probably like their lust was probably like primarily coming from the secretiveness of it. Oh, yeah. Sneaking around flying her out to your most extra shows all over the country oh like into st louis over the holidays what? like what are you thinking like yeah you're like you're showing up at the abbey you're probably high off of ecstasy most if not all this time and having the best time of your life yeah laughing in this girl's face hanging out with her half the time embracing her after her dog and grandparent died yeah listening to her talk about how depressed she is and her mental health struggles Ooh. and, and her body image yeah if i don't it, it's just like if if you hate lying so much you would have cracked in that moment when she says like why would he want to have sex with me? And like, you're crying about like, I can't believe you would even say that. Like, you're so beautiful. Like, but I also feel like you should want to have sex with him. That is so oh, That was evil. so gross. That was really evil. <laughs> so miss me with that. Like, yeah, I don't know how much this has been eating at you. Not that, as much as Tom has. That conversation was almost more evil than just like fucking Tom truly because like you were gauging you were trying to see where she was at yeah and then you and trying also kind of to see where crusty was at because if ariana like she was trying to basically figure out if crusty was being loyal to her right which is also very gross right (laughs) because she's not doing this for ariana she's like no this is a test for their relationship yeah no how um i think it's pretty funny that raquel kind of betrayed tom by doing this but it's like i i still feel like 
it's like she's only sharing a fraction of it. So I think like it's almost like she's still like keeping some kind of timeline that she agreed on with Tom and only revealing certain parts that were getting to her the most. Yeah, I I think I fully agree with you. Like, yeah, you got to get the poison out a little bit, but still keep on keeping on. Because like, let's, yeah. like, this has now been how many months since they've filmed the reunion and how many shitty things have we seen her do since then? Posted up outside of the nail salon, doing interviews with TMZ. It feels like five years ago. <laughs> right? Like, it looks like that happened in 1998. Um, like, you know, mailing letters, um, acting like you're, you know like erasing all of the things on your instagram except for one story of tom on halloween dressed up as you at like after you saying you're in a mental health facility for over a week at this point um accusing sheena of abusing you and like punching you and like there are a lot of things that you that really have nothing to do with tom that you're just doing on your own girl yeah so more sinister really than the things that he's done i mean if you take away all of his you know shirtless band performances yeah no exactly i mean yeah i i think i i've tried to kind of process this keeping in mind that like what was a big conversation during the reunion and during the season which is the mistress usually always gets the brunt of it is what mm-hmm. Lala says, which is true. And I'm trying to kind of be conscious of that when I form my opinions on the situation. Right. But given the information we have on both of these people, both their history, just as like people that we've seen on the show and throughout this whole thing, it really just does seem like Krusty's a fucking idiot, a self-serving idiot who consistently made a terrible mistake that was very self selfish Mm -hmm. but it seems like and he tried to cover it up which is bad but it just seems like she is almost more intentional in it than he like he just kind of was like oh like here's like a young girl who like is obsessed with me to fuck and for her it's more like i'm trying to like create this new life for myself and i'm gonna hurt people in the process but it's about me a thousand percent like this is all ego for him yeah she's got a couple things going on <laughs> yes they're i mean they're both they're both like equally to blame but i i think in in the fallout i she's kind of had a little bit more offenses mm-hmm. under her. right and i think that now that um crusty's off off of his tour i guess <laughs> whatever that means um i think we're gonna see a lot of more um peacocking happening so yes that face <laughs> i mean i i'm happy to watch <laughs> i'm uh, very excited what is your excitement level for next episode do you think like we're really gonna be getting anything no i i think based on the teaser which was mostly like lisa vanderpump talking heads i yeah. feel like it will mostly be that like mostly people having talking heads about scenes that make them think differently now right is it possible that we could see a little bit of that schwartz redemption maybe um because it it seems like they filmed all of these after um everything happened so i mean 
usually these aren't that interesting, but I think given the context, it might actually be the best, like never before seen episode that we've ever had that I won't skip when I'm rewatching. For sure. <laughs> which I usually do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm I'm sat on Wednesday. It's still appointment television for me. Um thank you so much for talking to me about this. Oh, thank you for having me. It has been an honor. This is, you know, Vanderpump Rules is the culture of 2023. So, and this was like the most important episode possibly besides the finale. So it was truly an honor to be here for this one in particular. And sorry for making this episode like the longest podcast ever. No, I loved it. Um, <laughs> how do you think this stacks up to the succession finale? Um, Hard to compare because succession finale was like a true finale. Yeah. Um, I think Succession delivered a lot more because mm. it's, you know, it ended stories. Um, sure. And there's there's still a lot more to be said about Vanderpump Rules and Scandal. Um, there's, still, there's still a lot to think about about the su- Succession finale, but I think it ended so perfectly that I'm not, like, going to spend the rest of my life thinking about those characters in a good way. If yeah, I've heard sense. that. I've heard that a lot. Like, it felt like I don't watch the show, but it heard like, okay. like it felt like it was very like I feel complete with this story, and like this might not be a show where I'm like longing for its characters in the long run. Like, but like I'm happy with what happened. Exactly, it's a really good and and that's those are the best series finales that yeah. actually conclude the narrative. Um, what was I going to ask you? I. Uh, Oh, what are your hopes and dreams for next season? Um, you know, I I guess this is selfish. I honestly want another Tom and Ariana conversation on camera. Mm. Um, I want Tom to do exactly what Lisa Vanderpump told him to do. Mm-hmm. I want him to have like a genuine confession and a genuine apology that's not riddled with excuses. I don't think it's possible, but that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um kind of looking forward to hearing more of Schwartz's side of the story. I can't believe I'm saying that, but after what you said about him talking to Jackson Brittany, yeah. I feel like he has a lot more to say. Um, oh, definitely. Definitely. Which yeah, um his floppy mouth can you know, he can share some stuff. Um, Shorts, you can come on it. this podcast. Don't listen to anything that I said about you before, but like, you can come <laughs> on the podcast for sure. <laughs> um, and invite me. Um, yeah, won't say <laughs> anything mean about him. So, <laughs> and then I think it will also be. I'm. You know what? Allie is a star. I'm looking uh, forward to seeing her. I want to see her astrology and like tarot readings on the show. Um, I heard she's actually good. I've heard this too when I went on our website and I almost considered like buying a session for my birthday, but then I looked at my bank account and I was like, girl, not today. (laughs) Um, And I'm looking forward to like Ariana being single and finally being herself and honestly just like finally being a true reality star Mm -hmm. at the same A-list level as like Margot Robbie. At this point, they should just like, last minute add ariana to the barbie movie to the barbie universe <laughs> yeah um i this is really gonna be interesting because like yeah ariana actually is going to be stepping onto the stage like an 
actual celebrity yeah (laughs) like the other people have not really been able to get there but like people listen joy and Whoopi are talking about her every other day at this point and that's j-lo talked about her like politicians are talking about it she's she's really broken through in an interesting way and i'm interested to see how that all translates on television too me too see Um, who tom's jealousy oh i can't mm, watch what happens live okay yeah tell everybody where they can find you um you can find me on like literally every single platform um twitter instagram i have a Substack at carrie's not scary and i post like all of my writing on all of those things and that's pretty much it perfect well you have a lovely day thank you again so you much too. for talking to me thank you thank truly you. an honor this was so fun raise your glass high this one's for you yes <laughs> bye hey.